What is up, world? We're back. And you're back. Thank you for coming back. We really appreciate that. Um, today's podcast is weird, right? So originally, I was just going to interview Mark Fickrew. Now, he was on one of the first podcasts uh, we've done in, in the new place, right? But then he uh, he calls me this, this morning, and he's like, hey, uh, can I bring my boy over? And I'm like, okay. And he brings over one of our friends, one of our good friends from Oakwood, Stephen Celeste. So today's podcast is pretty cool. It's the first time we've ever had three people. It's going to get kind of loud. Uh, it's going to be funny. Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm liking the last couple of conversations I've had. They're getting to be more fun. We touch on some serious stuff, but, you know, it's it's cool. It's cool. I think you're going to like that. So without any further ado, let's get to it. Are you ready? Are you ready to try? In a I don't have a way to do video yet, right? So, like, my thing with podcasts is, like, I'm kind of, like, a, a purist with it. So, I, oh, I, okay. I, so when you have it on YouTube, it's easier to have, like, clippable things that you can put up, which is good. Um, but then it adds, like, moving parts, and then no one really watches. Especially because mine's, like... You know, over an hour plus, nobody's gonna watch it. Exactly, you know that long. kind of time. But if you like, and then it's easier, right? So where where do you spend the majority of your time, right? When shit's normal, you're driving, right? True. So like, what do you want to put on? You put on the whatever music you want to watch, mm-hmm. or like a podcast, right? And let that bitch run, especially let if you're driving downtown Atlanta from hey, Lawrenceville. Bro, facts, <laughs> big fucking facts. Mm. We're not interesting. No, no, you're good. I was just, I feel like a I was just getting ready. You can't be. You got to be ready. We're going. We yeah. started. Are we live right now? Yeah, we <laughs> win. We already started from the oh, first damn, time. Bro, you got to catch up. I thought you were going to do like a countdown. Nah. A countdown? Nah. I don't know how this stuff works. I'm really bad at this. What do you mean? It's like your, this is like your third time doing this. <laughs> I know, but like, it was like the first time they were actually more aware of like, hey, Mark, we're going to let you know that we're going to start mm-hmm. this now. Mm. No, I'm going to consider I just start that bitch. I like starting literally in the middle of a conversation. Just the middle of a conversation oh, and let the like, music drop. I always like that feel, right? It's like, you know when you walk in the barbershop, right? And, like, you just walking in the middle of some shit. Like, a good conversation, <laughs> like, you know. You just if, uh, Ed, and you just like, like who's the better quarterback? Yeah, right. Or who's the better DB? You know, like, Ed Reed or um, 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 Demarcus Revis. Demarcus Revis. Mm. Who the fuck is Demarcus <laughs> Revis? You think about Darrell, brother? Darrell <laughs> Revis. All right. Golly, man. This oh, is what is that? That the uh, Di Serrano? Yeah, I had like three of these already. I'm like, I'm loose as a goose. This is a smooth drink. I thought you was pulling out some more alcohol. My nah, God damn, what is going to happen H2 today? H2 on the rocks, man. H2 on the rocks. Holy shit, Steven. Yo. Brother. What's happening? What the fuck have you been doing? Um. Well, other than fucking getting pimped around by telecoms for the past couple months, because... T-Mobile bought Sprint, mm-hmm. you know, and Sprint want to, you know, fucking send everybody away or fucking close stores down. That's what you got to do. You know, like. That's what happens. Bro, like, it's when big fish eat little fish. <laughs> like, So you've been going with the waves and been going with the waves. Um, but other than that, just been working on credit, fucking trying to be responsible credit. in life. <laughs> bro, listen. You don't know how good life is until you get an American Express card, all right? Damn. In the back of your pocket. <laughs> Damn. I don't want that. I don't fuck with American Express. Like Why that. not? Bro, 
So if I'm not mistaken, American Express is a charge card as opposed to like a credit card. So right? they 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 have their products. They got a charge card and they got a regular credit card. Mm-hmm. Now charge cards, I ain't fucking with. I ain't making that much cash flow to be even messing with that. Yeah. Um, but I have like a Delta Sky Miles um credit. Oh, card. look at you, big you know? balling. You know, getting like, frequent flyer miles. Yeah, yeah, until fucking Corona hit. You um, still fly? You can still fly, but it's like, do you really want to fly? Bro, here's the thing about flying, right? Flying's already a risk, right? It's a risk already. It's already a risk, right? But the reality is, so like, when you fly, so I went to California recently, right? Right. And they're doing a pretty okay job, like, social distancing and shit. Because reality is, too, a lot of motherfuckers ain't flying either, right? True that. So you get on the plane, and, like, they always, they try to keep that middle seat open unless you, like, with your girl or whatever. And then, like, they don't do any, like, sir, like they don't give you, like, nuts or drinks or anything. <laughs> oh, nah? <laughs> no more snacks? Nah. You just, you're in and you out, bro. You're in and out. And then, like, when you go play, like, I guess, like, depending on where you go, right, you really got to worry about talking or touching to nobody, right? True that. Um, Unless you're one of those weirdos that want to talk to every fucking body. That's the thing, bro. I'm, uh, that's one thing I like about COVID is those motherfuckers are not in the airport, bro. <laughs> like, here's my thing, bro. When I'm in the airport, there are certain people I see that really piss me off. St- yep, facts. <laughs> right? So, like, if, like the people who come with their, like, fucking service dogs, they're like, I have anxiety. Oh I shouldn't God. fly. Get on the train. That should be Get on the fucking train. That should be killing me. Rent a car. Get a bus. Why are you on this plane? You got anxiety. Why the fuck are you in a metal tube flying through the sky? With a fucking chihuahua on your lap yapping, bro. Because suddenly airlines, uh, if that dog, like, shits on the plane, they land. Bro? Yeah. <laughs> Over a turd? Over a turd, bro. I Over didn't know that. I don't like the nice. people who bring, like, their fucking surfboards and their guitars. Like, they bring them through the terminal and they carry them. <laughs> in, in the fucking um, case or just, like, straight up? Either way, fuck you. You know, you know what gets me is the people that I see that are wearing the hats that say Make America Great Again. They look at me straight in the eyes when I'm like walking past them to my seat and they're just wearing their hat. And I just feel like, why are you staring at me with that hat facing me? You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What you do is when you get 36,000 feet up, you go see them again. You got that same energy. <laughs> we up here because like, I feel like every time I went to go flying mm-hmm. and everybody's been buying that hat, mm-hmm. I, I see them a lot more. You know, at the airport, bro. I have not more seen, than like here in Georgia. I haven't seen a MAGA hat in a minute. Last time I saw it was on the time airport. I haven't seen that shit in like, like a in fat like, minute. You want to tilt that mic up yeah, towards your brother? Like in a uh, fucking uh, Snellville, bro. Like Trump supporters out the wazoo, bro. Like every day, I see them walking to my old Sprint store. We support Trump. I only see them in. I mean, well, maybe it's because the, the neighborhood where I live at mm-hmm. is like really diverse, and so. I only see, yeah, I only see people wearing MAGA hats either on TV or at the airport. I can't think of the last time I saw a MAGA hat. And That's I see those big ass like Trump flags, right? <laughs> like people put them behind their trucks and shit. Oh, the fucking uh, Confederate flags? No. I seen the Confederate flags. Them of course, you're waving hard yeah. as hell, bro. I mean, isn't there a Confederate flag at Stone Mountain? Yeah, probably, it's a whole fucking yeah. Confederate uh, memorial. <laughs> they, wild. they used to have, um, they used to congregate the Ku Klux Klan there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, what's wild is that fucking the. So I went, for, I went there for the first time for like a laser light show. Yeah, and Fourth of July. Uh, no, it was just like a random laser light show. Oh. And uh, I didn't know there was a giant like stone carving of like. Yep. Of the well, who three is generals. It's, it's Jefferson Davis, Robert E. Lee, and then. Uh, uh, who is their fucking president? Don't oh, Stonewall Jackson, bro. Don't care. I saw that and I was like, oh, fuck. And like, <laughs> so I think the same guy who did Mount Rushmore did that one, right? 
But Mount Rushmore looks way better than that shit on the side of Stone Mountain. Though. I mean, yeah. That was probably like his first take. You know? <laughs> and then like he got better. Well, the guy who, who did Mount Rushmore was super duper racist. Oh, yeah. so, of course. Well, I mean, eighteen hundred. Everybody's racist. Everyone was racist. <laughs> Everyone's still racist, and it's awesome. Hey, shit. Is it awesome? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I mean, well, I've accepted the fact that racism will never go away. I think that's a fact. Here's a, here's I, the way I think of it, right? Racism is like the everlasting bad guy of this country. Everlasting right? bad guy. <laughs> everlasting but bad guy. I, it's worldwide, though. Yeah, it's worldwide. Mm. But like, I feel like in America, this shit is like very. Like it's very discreet. Like outside outside of America, racism is like blatant. Like they, yeah. they discriminate hard. Yeah. <laughs> Here they're like very discreet. Like they're in the shadows. They're like fucking the Joker in the first half of Dark Knight. Like mm-hmm. you don't know who this guy is. You don't know where he's coming from. Nah, I used to say like there's a difference between the racism between the North and the South. And mm-hmm. the South I mean, well, in the North, they're all like, you know, kind of subliminal about it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to say anything about it, but they'll make you feel uncomfortable and you can just tell they're racist. <laughs> but in the South, they would just be like, good morning, nigger. You know what gets me? You know, what's, you know what really gets me? So if you've ever been in New York mm-hmm. or um, New Jersey or the tri-state area, the tri-state um, area. <laughs> anywhere, though, motherfuckers, yeah. fucking... The immigrants are racist to black people. Like, that shit blows me. They fuck you. Jewish people are so racist to black folk. I don't get it, bro. Here's the thing. So, like, everyone, 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 everyone is racist. Like, one of the things I hate is when people go, I can't be racist because I'm Jewish or I'm Latino. Or that I'm throws me off. You can definitely be racist. Now, can you be as efficient with your racism? I <laughs> <laughs> doubt it. You can't, right? But, hey, but like, that's, like, that's what people are, right? Mm. Like, humans aren't designed to like be in like big cities right like we are designed to like exist on like a tribal or communal level right right Mm. like so you can exist with your family right right you know all these people you have blood relations to them and even someone gets married in you can accept okay they're part of the family true right then you can be a part of like a neighborhood or a community you can be like oh this is the jeffersons of the jack and that's cool but when you expand to a country with 350 million people, you're going to have some fucking disagreements. <laughs> you really are. You're going to have some fucking... And New York is the funniest, bro, because in New York... Hilarious. They'll, like, work with you and shit. Yeah, definitely. And then, like, they'll go home, like, the niggas. <laughs> the niggas, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly like, if you gotta watch like, out for the niggas. Like, you know what be killing me? I'll be watching these, um, these um, white crime shows, right? Like, mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy or The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Like, I started watching it, and, like, the show's amazing. Oh, yeah. Racist as shit though, but they do business with black folk. Yeah. That's like, the thing. <laughs> like that should be killing me. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like that's ultimately what is gonna. Like I think there's two things that are gonna overcome racism, right? Mm-hmm. There's two things that's always overcome racism: the power of boners. All right, because <laughs> no, here's the thing, right? Yo, I feel you. Here's on the that. thing, especially if you're in New York, right, bro? Bro, you run into a girl who's like a quarter, like Italian, um, a quarter Italian, Jewish, a Eskimo, some you fucking know, Ecuadorian so say, in there. Yo. And then just out of nowhere, like half Korean, like how the fuck did somebody how make did, you, right? Right. So the power of boners and money, right? Shit. Yeah. I guess, those two I guess things, you're right, man. Yeah, those it's, two things will always, you'll still be a racist, but when it comes to like money, money? bro. Nah, you, mean, seen, you seen that movie Monster Ball? Uh, with, um, with Holly Berry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, when she got fucked by, uh, yeah, by Billy, the racist. Billy, <laughs> by, yeah. Billy, yeah. Billy Bob Victoria. Yeah. yeah, and he was racist as That's sex scene I ever seen and as then, a kid, though. That was actually my first sex scene I've ever seen. Oh, it was tremendous. When I was a kid. Beautiful. I was like, 
Like I think, but that was an experience of him. Like, man, black lives do matter. <laughs> you know? I that mean, was, it's Holly Berry's tits, though, bro. And that but scene, thing, like, even like, so like, it happens all the time. Like, it'll be someone who will be like super against something, right? And then he'll be like, that's the main motherfucker who's in it, right? It's like when you see like those pastors who are like very like, all faggots are going to hell kind of shit, right? <laughs> that is the main dude getting his dick sucked in the alley at 3 a.m. while doing meth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> shit crazy, bro. Right? It's a fuck. It's 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 weird. But like the thing that like gives me hope, right? It's like Amer- like America is a country that because we're so diverse, because we have so many issues, and because we have so many rights, right? We are in a constant and perpetual state of evolution. Of always, honestly, like this whole this whole season during this Corona thing, it's like I've you really haven't seen this much camaraderie amongst the black community mm-hmm. as 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 what we're seeing right now. Like th- this is really like yeah. It's big, like it's getting a lot of conversations. Well, another thing too is like, like the the blessing of Corona is like there's no distractions anymore, none whatsoever, right? So you can't go, oh, well, I'll watch baseball because you're like, fuck it, we're not playing. I can't watch the finals because fuck it, I'm not playing. Then you have the people who don't get it, right? Right. And they're like, well, it's just bullshit. I want to watch the game. I want to watch football. (laughs) You're taking away my sport, but it's like, dude, we're having a bigger discussion right now. Seriously, it's like the big kid table. It's like the grown up table versus the little kid table. Yeah. You know, like, we're, we're having real conversations. Bro, it's kind of like building your credit, right? So, for me, <laughs> yeah. like, it took a minute for me to, like, look at my credit Bro, score. Bro, listen. So, like, there's this moment where you finally, like, quit ignoring it, and then you look at it. Actually, look you, at it. Yes, and then you figure out a way to build from there. You talking to me, brother. <laughs> Bro, that's what's happening now. Like, for years, a lot of people have... Overlooking like, this shit. Because, like, here's the thing about America, right? So, America has always been an exclusionary country. Of course. So, from the founding of it. You had to be like, well, who founded this country? It was white slave-owning dudes who owned land. Dude. Who does that exclude? That excludes black people. That excludes women. That excludes poor white people, right? So, like, there's always been this upper crust of people who's like, how do we make sure these motherfuckers, like, don't get in or make it hard for them to get in, right? But from there, they literally laid a country with the groundwork to evolve. Nobody there who signed the Declaration of Independence would have thought Obama was going to be president. Fuck no. Nah, no. Bro, that was their nightmare. They, bro, they were signing that thing. They weren't thinking about not all men are equal. It's just. Yeah. But you have to think know. about that back then, right? It was yeah. commonly accepted that white guys, that white men and colored people were different, right? right. Always. It's, it's kind of like today how like you have like Apple and Android people, right? Who accept <laughs> my iPhone is better than your Android or some shit like that. I try to let people know that um, you have to remember that when slaves were brought over to this country, we weren't aren't meant to have any of the same rights as white people. Of oh, yeah. So that's... That but it's a lot of people. Like, women weren't meant to have the same rights. Right. Fucking... Dude, you know for a while, mm. Jews and Irish people were considered Negroes. Yes. That... that Back in the 20s and 30s, that yes. threw me off. The difference being that, like, so Jewish and Italian... So what happens is when you have these people and they immigrate to this country and you don't let them into the system, what do they do? They start their own system. They start their own system. So that's where you see the rise of, like, organized crime. You saw it in the uh, Irish neighborhoods. You saw it in the black neighborhoods. You, you saw, saw the Italian Jewish neighborhoods, neighborhoods, Asian neighborhoods, until eventually you're allowed to assimilate, right? So with Irish and Jewish people, because they look close enough to white, right, and eventually started, like, doing they, and embracing white culture. They, they let it rock. Yeah. And that's... And, yo, seriously, and it goes back to, like, the tri-state area. Like, yo, you go to certain parts of northern New Jersey, bro, it's Jewish town, bro. You got... 
You got little, little Middle East, you know, like mm -hmm. you got, you, you got little Italy, <laughs> like, yeah. bro, like it's, 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 it's. But other, the races in the North is different compared to the South. Nah, it's like, here's the thing, like the North, right? So like, if you go to like Chinatown or like little, five, like five points or like, you know, stuff, like the Harlem or whatever. Yeah. Puerto Rican people have been living there forever. forever. Italian people have been living here forever. forever. Right. Black people have been living here forever. So like for them to say that they literally have a stake to the claim of that place. <laughs> Hard to argue. It's hard to argue. Right. But the problem is... They built, they built their communities no, around there. The thing yeah. is, they lived in those areas for so long, but they haven't established, you know, any kind of wealth in that area. Like, they haven't let their money... Yes, they have. No, well, they haven't let their money circulate within the, the community of itself or the city of itself. So they're renting They're renting their apartments. They're not necessarily to some paying, paying for the building that they live in. They ain't owning the block. To as some a, degree. You'd to some surprised. degree. Yeah, true. So that's been like the one thing um, about like the black community, right? Um, black people love, 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 <laughs> love, love. To as soon as we get money, we spend it outside of the community. Way outside, right? So like, um, what shoes do you get that are black made? Where can you shop? That's black made. Where can you get a hotel that's black owned? In Atlanta. <laughs> right? And then what's crazy is there, it's not like these things don't exist, right? But to support those people, we're like, well, I, if it's not an iPhone, I don't want it, right? And we go, we literally go out of our way. Like, we, as a matter of fact, like, think of like the stereotype of like Korean, like, um, uh, laundromats and dry cleaners, right? Mm -hmm. or, like, when you go to fucking beauty stores, who owns them? Black people don't own them. No. It's like Koreans or, or some other race. Like we are in a hurry to give our money to somebody else. Real quick, right? But even with that, like, I, like one thing I'm seeing with this generation is like we're kind of over the fuck shit. Yeah, we definitely are. Right? Like, like we're like we don't need gold chains. Not everyone wants to be a rapper. I want to be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a tax repair guy. <laughs> fuck it. Well, whatever the case may be. And like we also reached like a general like where a lot more people cuz remember the 90s when you were growing up and they were like one in five black men is going to end up in prison or dead or whatever. True that. Like we're seeing more and more of just black people in general, both black women and black men graduating from college, understanding credit, understanding finance, mm -hmm. understanding like what's the better investment, an Escalade or land. <laughs> Fuck it, and like you're seeing it within like just look at Tyler Perry. Fat, you right? bro. Billionaire status. He just made it. Look at Tyler Perry. Look at LeBron James, right? So, like, hot take. I think LeBron's better than Jordan. All right, on Whoa. to next subject, bro. That's, <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I, I think... I you think, know, I think I listened to you say one time, you said Kobe was better than Jordan. So, you're going to put LeBron and Kobe over Jordan? Okay, so when I evaluate, like, a player, right, I, I evaluate the entire... Legacy. So you're oh. talking about like what they've done for the community and just stuff, like as a person, right? Or just my because like I think LeBron is a great person outside of uh -huh. basketball, great player too. Uh -huh. But I don't think he's better than Jordan I when do. it comes to the game. I do. So I think so. Jordan was um, an evolution of Magic Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. So Magic was a tremendous player, got AIDS, said fuck that shit, came back. You know what's crazy? The world the world didn't shut down for AIDS the way it shut down for Yo, COVID. Yo, it really did it. People were just like, so do I fuck or do I not fuck? I'm just <laughs> it happened a couple of times. So he, um, when he came back, and then I think it was Carl Malone mm -hmm. that said, like, I'm not playing my best if I'm playing against somebody who can, you know, yeah. harm me. And that, was, and, and, and that was, and when he said that, I felt him on that, though. Bro, that I was could, also at a time when, like, people didn't really understand AIDS, right? right? They didn't really know what was going on. You didn't have the internet. It was weird, right? It was the it was the corona. I think the lack of information yeah. was was prevalent to where it wasn't like a major shutdown. Yeah, 
it's so, not until like the late nineties where like yeah, it so bombed out. When you look at like Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson was one of the first guys to parlay his fame into commercial success and to literally own like real like when you go to Los Angeles, fucking Magic Johnson owns half of that bitch. He really does. Right? So most ball players they get that money, they ball out, and then like what, three years later they're fucking broke. Gone. Right? Mm-hmm. He was one of the first guys to figure out how to turn that into generational wealth, right? Mm-hmm. Then you saw Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan was the first guy to dominate on the court and commercially, right? Right. To the point where, like, he has literally changed, like, black culture. Like, Jordans are ubiquitous with, like, being black. Facts. Like, if you black and you don't own a pair of Jordans, people look at what you What you doing? People look at you kind of sus. Like, what? <laughs> Just like that Spike Lee commercial. That's the thing. And then he elevated other black creatives. So Spike Lee was um, the first director, like, a direct, uh, one of the first Jordan commercials, mm-hmm. which is why he got his own shoe, the Spizike, right? Yeah, the beautiful shoe but at the same time in the 90s you really didn't have like athletes right they didn't have the ability to separate themselves as an individual from their athletic prowess right Mm -hmm. so for most people michael jordan was just like the dude who sells me shoes and like balls right and even in the way he would talk he would say like both republicans and democrats buy shoes so you really didn't want to shake the wall you didn't really want to of course not but then you come into like you know the did like the age we are now the age of the internet the age of like basically where you look at LeBron, and you basically know his whole life. You know the businesses he's in. You know his opinions. You know, like basically everything. He's able to establish himself outside of basketball. He's more, he's more vocal for sure. Exactly. And then yeah. he started school, which was next level. Yeah. Next that, level shit. I'm real. telling you, he's a great person outside of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like he's great. Like and the the type of leadership he's displaying right now is is, is what we need. It's pretty inspiration, right? Because like in 20, because you just think there's always to be this comparison, right? But then when you can no longer make buckets, or you're no longer part of the sport, right? That's when the real debate for me starts, right? Like I feel Mm. like when he's retired from the NBA, Mm -hmm. he's gonna offer so much more to the community. Exactly, you know, and it's gonna be a blessing. Kind of the same way like Kobe wasn't like in LA, bro. Like when you go to LA, (laughs) you fucking you feel it. (laughs) You feel the spirit all over. No, like for real, like you feel it. Like everyone's like got their Kobe shit on. They like Kobe murals everywhere. You go to like Venice Beach, everyone's painting pictures of Kobe. You're just like, damn. (laughs) <laughs> like, Yo, he, this brother, like, he changed, like, the city, right? Because L.A. is a pretty apathetic city, right? Yep. Like, they're just like, oh, so Mr. Stallone's over there. Oh, it happens. Oh, this is, they're just used to shit. So when Kobe left, they were just like, damn. Damn. I mean, but that was damn. their, like, Superman. <laughs> like, but he was. Black Superman in that matter. Like, he was everything to these people. Yeah. Like, Kobe was the greatest Laker of all time. That's what that's what that's what Magic Johnson said. Who was a better Laker than Kobe? They Magic Johnson stayed in Kobe. He still put Kobe up there. Who you top three Lakers? Right. I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even get in that debate. (laughs) (laughs) This is some shit that like you hear someone say that when you walk in the barbershop. You you like ooh like whoa. You you just sit down and go, oh man, ten minutes. What's about to happen here? Yeah, that's. (laughs) Then you got that one old man in the back. Well, Charles Barkley was pretty good. We said Lakers. Lakers, bro. (laughs) Lakers, dog. Charles ain't even win a a ring. Top three Lakers, right? In my opinion, in my humble opinion, Mm. it goes. Kobe, Magic Johnson, Amazing. and Kareem. I think that's in that order. In that order, I think that's uh, those know. three. Yes, in that order. I don't know mm. about that order. Kobe definitely number one. Whoa, you're trying to put Kareem over Magic? Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, you fucking mind if you try to nah, do nah, that. Nah, nah, nah. But Magic and Kobe. Oh, you trying to switch them? Ooh. I'm just saying. Ooh, because like. It's it's like it's like Ooh. it's like how J Cole said it. 
Ooh. You know, Ooh. Pac was like Jesus. Nas Ooh. wrote the Bible. Magic, he Showtime, bro. Mm-hmm. The Showtime Lakers. Yeah. Versus what? What? What they call Kobe's dynasty? Oh yeah, two of them. Yeah, two. Yeah, he had the one with Shaq, and then he won the two championships without it. Yeah. He had mm. Phil Jackson too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, like. <laughs> nah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll pick your order. I think your order is right, bro. Here's when a, I think but it's it. debatable though. Like it's it, really- it is, but I think his order is more accurate. Because here's the thing: I can see where you're coming from. Because the thing about Magic was Magic played at a time when point guards mm-hmm. did something you'd never see now. Ne- mm-hmm. Facts. They make the they make the team better. Better. Right. Way better. But like Magic, like as a like a physical specimen, right? I think he was like the proto, like before LeBron. Yeah, he was right. He was the most like well rounded. Yeah, yeah. And for his size, size, yeah, he was speed and strength. Yeah, like I felt like I always personally thought he was too big for a point guard. But that's what made it so interesting, right? But he was great because when he drives the lane, you have to respect it. You do, right? Versus the point guards of now. Exactly. So the point guards of now, you have like your Russell Westbrook, who's like, I got the ball, I'm jacking that bitch. You feel (laughs) me? All right. Who's who's your favorite point guard of all time? Who's my favorite point guard of all time? Oh, bro. At their prime. At their prime. I'll go first. I'll say Derrick Rose. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson's a really good one. Allen Iverson's probably my favorite. I'll I'll give mine to D Rose, man. He vintage D Rose Bro was That was scary. That was he was a monster. That was there bro, there are guys that show up, right? <laughs> Every twenty five years. He and was you so just, and he was so entertaining to watch. Bro, yeah. Like there are guys that show up, you see them play, and you're just like, I didn't know. You could play like, because at that point, like by the time you saw D Rose, he'd been watching for years. I'm like, oh, this is what a point guard does. Then he comes, this bro, I've seen it where this man gets the board, and in two fucking dribbles, my man is on the other side of the court yamming on somebody. He was so fast, Just, like the explosiveness, man, the athleticism, I, bro. Yeah. It was insane. And then after him, I'll probably pick like, I don't know, CP3 or I don't know. This my this, favorite to watch as a kid. None, none, Number one, basketball ain't really my thing, bro. But my favorite of all time, mm-hmm. Mr. Nash, Steve Nash. Oh, Steve Nash was good. Steve Nash was like something I always picked while playing. <laughs> yeah. um, what was that game? It, uh, NBA two, uh, NBA Live. NBA Live. <laughs> oh, yo, had to be way picking. back. Be- Congrats to Steve Nash for being the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. True. Oh, that. good for him. Yeah. Congratulations. That's an interesting team. Yeah, bro. Can't wait to see how they. Uh, how they do? Yeah, dude. Like when I like I like like football's always been my number one sport. But like when I watch basketball, I just look for the dude with like the most heart. <laughs> Yo, facts. Yo, that's what I'm looking for. And you like, know who had the most heart in basketball? Who? Rajon, bro. Rajon Rondo. He had heart. He did have heart. He had heart. He, he was ready to fight Pierce. He was ready to fight Garnet. He was ready to fight Ray Allen. He was ready to fight everybody. There was a period where Rajon Rondo was putting up just insane highlights. Ridiculous. Couldn't shoot worth the fuck, but my God. But he attacked the rim like crazy. Here's the thing. You needed a hyper-athletic guy like that because fucking Kevin... His, wing, his wingspan was incredible. Oh, yeah. You need a guy like that on that yes. team because around him, just a bunch of old guys going, oh, fucking shit, bro. I'm on my way down. <laughs> yeah, he facilitated the ball very well. Especially, like, um, who was it? Oh. Not Chris Paul. Was it Chris? not Chris Paul? Oh man. It was Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and who was the other guy? Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. 
Paul Pierce, if you saw him on the streets and had no clue who he was, <laughs> hey, bro. he looks like the kind of dude who would show up to your church rec league yes. with a Colt 45 yes. and a brown paper bag yes. and a cigarette. Yes. Yes. He's yes. Done, you yes. Right? He's like he would the never o- assume he's like all-star. The court. <laughs> Yet somehow he fucking was. Oh. So how you been, Brandon? Bro, I've been busy. Just been busy. Been busy. It's good, right? It's been very good. I got the podcast going finally. Let's see. It's got a lot of set It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Like really put a lot. Of, I put a lot of work in this, it's man. Definitely. It's definitely nice though. I'm feeling like the whole scenery and the. Yeah, dude. My girl told me I needed an aesthetic, so I was like, let me just get booze, a candle, and some lights. The candles, the candles, it It's dope, bro. Yeah. But like, yeah, dude. It's been nice. I got to, like I said, I got to go to California. That shit was dope. How was that? Like that shit was dope, man. I think I think I want to move out there. <laughs> You've been talking about that. Like next year, move Jeez, out there. out man. of Georgia we to California. It. That's bro. that's a shell shock in itself, bro. Like the money difference. I just can't. Yeah, the money. No, that shit is that's real. The house. <laughs> that money difference. That shit real. is very real. The the but gas like, prices. The gas isn't that bad. It's so, like what three or two? It's like when I was there, it's like two sixty eight. It is. Yeah. Oh. Well, I remember yeah. I was there. It was like five. Bro, something. yeah, it was like five. I, I, yeah. I was just like, I don't know how y'all niggas I drive. Mean, gas prices are going like they they stabilizing. So I got um I got a friend out there. We've been um we've been my boy since undergrad, right? Mm-hmm. And um he just got hired on um at a tech company out there. And I was talking to him, right? And he was like, Look, you gotta move out here. Um, because the reality of it is like, so most movies or just entertainment shit might be filmed outside of California. But if you want to get that yes and the funding, you got to be there, right? You got to be in there. Yeah. So most of the producers are. This is where most of the writers are. This is where most of everything is happening, right? That's where the one percenters are. The one percenters. <laughs> and my boy, he made a good point. He's like, if you move to LA, think of it not as like I'm gonna live here forever, but think of it as like an extended business trip, mm-hmm. right? So the investments move there is it's gonna be steep, right? But like the connections you can make and the people that are out there working, it's it's at this point in time, it seems kind of worth it, right? Yeah. Now the plan is I do want to move out there after I graduate, but I'm keep because like here's the reality I don't want to leave Georgia because this state's fucking fun. It's, it's bro, nice, bro. It's, I, everyone nice. when I first moved out here and people asked me, oh, would you ever move out? Da da da. And it's I was fucking like, nah, man. I was like, it's so much fun. Like, it's fun. It there's has so, so much, many. It so has many so many different do. things. Like you could find you know your settle down spot. You got your young nigga mm-hmm. spot. You got your trap spot. You got yeah. your and party here's the thing. Spot. You have everything. If you got to scratch your itch, bro, like Hartfield Jackson, bro, you can just hop on that. Hop bitch on that bitch. Where you want to go? Exactly. You want to go to France? We'll take you to France. You want to go to Trinidad? Take and you find really good plane tickets, bro. Yeah. Right. Um, it's a t- bro, cause Atlanta is it's it's bro, it's lit. Like this place is fucking. It's the black mecca. Bro. It is, bro. And that's one thing that drew me to this place, bro. Cause when you come here, it's like it's black people that occupy all levels of life. So like, if you don't know Atlanta, if all you know from Atlanta is hip hop, you assume just a bunch of trap niggas like slapping mm. bitches in the ass. Yeah. Um, but you get here and it's like you see black people. First off, it is a it's a rarity to see white people, right? So you be like before COVID starts, right? You be in like. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, well, not in Midtown. A lot of white people in Midtown. Right? Yeah, people. But it's you like, be like downtown oh. Manhattan. But here's the thing: like, where you be in like Edgewood, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? You sitting there and you just see a white person. You're like, oh, I forgot. White people. You lived here. Really? <laughs> in a lot of ways, living in Atlanta is like living in a permanent HBCU. Well, it, well, it dep- <laughs> yeah, exactly. It depends on what part of Atlanta we're talking about, though. Like, if yeah. we're talking about, like, I mean, I see them all the time. I see white people. I see. All types of people, bro. And my neighborhood's all black too. So like, when I do see white people, I'm like, oh, no. But not for that. nothing. This neighborhood is beautiful. So like, yeah. I was surprised to like to find out like this is Decatur. Yeah. Like, bro, like, 
this is like this is nice yeah. like they got clean spherical hedges out here bro bro we don't bro. Fuck around the hedge again bro i saw that i'm like nigga what are we stepping up bro bro niggas really stepping up out here got two-story houses bro got it's a rental it's a rental it's a rental yeah, I know, I mean, right? shit. <laughs> but not nah, dude but like the thing about california that's dope is like I, I call it a progressive regressive state, right? Mm. So on some areas it got shit figured out, like with pot, like dog, like so. I went to a weed store out there, right? It was tremendous. It was weird because like we went to like um, so they have like weed stores that are like above board, where they, like they pay all their taxes. You walk in, it's a white guy with gloves. He's like, "Hi, how you doing? Would you like to see our indica?" And then they have the ones where the people claim that um, it's their religion, so they don't have to pay taxes. Yeah. So, like, we, the one we went to was kind of, was one of those places. So, you walk in, and it's, like, a waiting room like this. And, you're like, you know, like, those, um, when you go to the doctor, and they have, like, that clear window with the nurses uh-huh. on the other side? It was yeah. that, but the window was blacked out. And she goes, are you guys returning patients? I was like, oh, shit, we need a medical card? She goes, no, 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 no. So, she gives you some paperwork, and it'll be, like, uh, you're only going to use this marijuana to treat any ailments. And you're not going to give it to a minor. So, just some shit you sign. Then you go through two doors, and boom, you're in a weed store. He goes, what do you want? Right, just like going to a liquor store, right? And then, like, they're so comfortable with it. Like, it's not like you go everywhere and everyone's fucking sparking up and smoking nah. everywhere. But from time to time, you smell it, and then no one freaks out. She was like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's weed. But then, like, they have the beaches and shit, which are like, like, it's a, it's, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous place, right? Then the topography, the, the mountains and shit, mm. like driving through them bitches in Malibu, it's, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful, right? Then you on the beach, you high, and then you see like a pod of dolphins, bro. And you're like, yo, ass. dead ass. <laughs> and you're like, yo, them shits is smart. But then you get little, you, then like, oh, I ain't gonna lie to you, I got mad. I'm like, y'all so fucking smart, why don't you help us with this COVID, you bastards? <laughs> the dolphins die? Cause here, no, fuck that. Cause here's the thing, right? This is why, like, I would, I would love to be an animal rights activist. I just can't cause there's no reciprocity, right? <laughs> we over here, nah, we over here gotta fuck. We can't get like real straws. We gotta get paper straws so yo ass don't choke. <laughs> Meanwhile, we struggling. Get metal straws. Fuck you. Fuck you! Fuck the dolphins. Fuck dolphins. those dolphins, bro. <laughs> what about the turtles, though? Man, fuck, fuck the, the turtles, turtles bro. Damn, man. I want to help the turtles. <laughs> fuck you. Don't get caught in shit. It's called oh, natural selection. Oh, no, man. I've seen those videos Peter, of them pulling out this. straws out of the turtles. I have shit nose. to do with this. <laughs> bro, fuck that shit. Like, oh, that's... That. But then, like you said, like, the pro- the cost of living out there is just insane. Yeah, yeah that's the thing that turns have, me off. You gotta have, like, ten OnlyFans accounts insane. to make it out there. Ten. Only fans. And what do you got uh, to offer? This is the time to be a cam girl. Yo, like, facts. if you were ever wondering when Yo, the time was, cam, this is This it. is the time. When it first came out, this it wasn't popping. But now? Bro. 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 I, I, if I was... Listen. I would I would put some money up. Bro. To watch. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> like, honestly, porn ain't doing it for me no more. Yo. <laughs> porn ain't doing it for me no more. <laughs> Bruh, poor yeah, ain't yeah. doing it for me no more. Bro, yeah, did you hear about that girl who um got like two million dollars or some yeah, shit? Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking about she like sucked off like seven players from the um from the Suns. You want some water? Yeah, let me get some of that. Jesus Christ! And like, and her um, she has OnlyFans account, and it like skyrocketed after she was on. She was on No Jumper. Oh my and god! She, and like, her friend was like, "I'll tell her what you did for your birthday." And she was like, "Oh, I got lit." And these basketball players came through, and I, seven of them, I sucked them all off. Well, and that's, the guy, oh, the guy well, was that's like, be where, where the nut go? And she was like, I swallowed it. And I was wow. Like, oh. You didn't hear 
about that's that? That's gonna be an investigation. No, the NBA is investigating. Bro, that what was like that was like fuck? it was like filtering throughout like social media for like a good minute. Yeah, I don't be honest. Bro, this and I was just I was just like amazed. I was like, this girl's gross. I remember when like it like it was a slow start, right? Because the world shut down. Right then, like I started noticing, like you'd be on Instagram, and it'd be a girl with obviously a tremendous ass, and she'd True. like follow me on OnlyFans, right? What's OnlyFans? Then you click on that, and you'd be like, "You want me to pay to watch you? Psh, bitch, I have Instagram." Yeah. Right. But then you start knowing more and more, and more you start more reading more about it. Like, then you're like, "Oh, this is well, this is the move." And then you just in that one day where you got the extra ten dollars that you ain't gonna do no, shit with. No, no, fuck you, no. Just let me tell you something. There's. I'm, I'm a different kind of dude, man. There's simply too much porn out there for me to pay. <laughs> I've been like, I've never had to pay for porn in my life, and there's just simply too much. I, t- I remember I told myself, if I ever have to pay for porn, then that's how I know I got a problem. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's oh, what facts. that's what I always just tell myself. When, when it's I four was, in the morning, you I, got your fucking yo, underwear around I your ankles. Swear, and you yeah, call the tech support. <laughs> yes, my uh, yeah. Name is. I don't know my password. They're like, what's <laughs> for which account? Ask parade. <laughs> Like that shit, like, I I couldn't live with myself. <laughs> yeah, doing this, shit. and people really do that. They really I'm just like, bro. But you know what's crazy? There was a huge spike in porn traffic when this bitch started, bro. Bro, because what else are you gonna do? Shit. What else are you gonna do? Ain't nobody going out. You, to you go over here tapping old girl. You tapping old girl on the shoulder on Tinder. She's like, I can't come over unless you got a mask. You ain't got time for that shit. You gotta make it. You gotta you make got- it. You gotta get it popping where you can get it popping. Look, man. man, I'm like, as long as she's happy, she's making money. She don't feel like she's like, <clears throat> I don't know. Honestly, I will say this: like, if you're not in a relationship, you know, don't here's my COVID, thing, bro. Like, this shit dead. Zero judgment. Zero judgment. Like zero judgment on my end, right? Who am I? Cause here's my thing: that's entrepreneurial, right there. Oh, bro. facts. The, facts. Yeah, if you think about it, but honestly, it's just to me, it's just kind of like the moral. Like your own morals. I mean, it just kind of shows she don't have morals. Dog. Like, but dude. if I say that, then that's me judging. No, here's the thing: like, it's not right, you so. judging; it's your perspective. From my perspective, what I see because like a lot of these girls understand. Like, here's the thing: like, like I was saying, man, people understand the value of things, bro. Facts. A lot of these girls understand the value that. Let me get this straight: all I gotta do is pop pussy on here. No one's gotta touch me. Show right? a little titty. Show a little titties. Not only will you pay my rent, it'll now give me the time to go do whatever I want, bro. <laughs> then they leave these fucking OnlyFans. These bitches are gonna start businesses. Yo, facts. Here's my thing. Look at Cardi. No, not look at Cardi. Look at Kim Kardashian. Kim that Kardashian too. sucked one dick on her. One black one dick. dick. Now, how many of her sisters are billionaires? Yeah, they're falling. You're fucking welcome. You're fucking welcome. That shit blew my shit, bro. You fuck. You know what's crazy? She sucked the dick of a famous dude and now is more famous than he that dude. He wasn't even that famous. He was like a B-list celebrity. At the time, Ray J was doing he numbers. Was popping. He had a show. At the time, Ray J was doing numbers. He had a show. He was on movies. He was making music. Yes. He was yes. relevant. He was relevant, right? Yes. And then Kim Kardashian sucked his dick. Bro, here's my thing. As a hot girl, right, there are realities like among being like men and women, right? There's realities, right? Yep. As a dude, as a hot dude, you will never get as far as a hot girl, right? No. A hot girl. It used to be a hot girl was a HD camera and a dick away from never having to worry about any paying any bills. <laughs> now she's just the HD camera away, bro. And she uh, don't need the dick. And here's the thing: zero judgment. Do you, baby? I can't get mad at you. How can us guys get to that level? We can't. We can't be mad at. Like it. if we sign up to 
creating an OnlyFans account, thing. you think we can make the same? Here's numbers? the thing: no one nah. wants, no one wants to see a dick. Nobody wants. You to know, see I remember it. one of my homegirls was telling me, you know what? I would want to try to do the free <laughs> <laughs> subscription, the free trial, what? just to see what you got going on, nah. and then I'll like just deactivate. Nah, I was like, bro. that's really messed like, up. Honestly, nobody, nobody's gonna watch a dude. Nobody wants to see a dick. Nobody wants. I to mean, see what it. if nobody you make it like interesting? Like, no. What do you mean make it interesting? Like, yeah. like unless, unless you gay, know. unless you gay, nobody wants. Here's the thing. thing. Even like, here's the thing. Even if I was, even if I was a gay dude, I don't think I want to see a dick. Like, dicks, I, dicks, dicks are aggressive. They got a bush. That, I don't want to see it. Everyone, everyone, Veiny. everyone can appreciate a good pair, of, uh, good pair of titties. Everyone. You stop yeah. me looking. Go, my God. Are those real? Oh my God. The weight. Oh, the nipples are nice. right. Pierced. Yeah. Right. You see, yeah, a, you, like you see a vagina, and you're just like, okay, that looks like a, you know, put a little, you know, that's like a flower, yeah. right? These things are cool. Like this is why I totally get lesbians. I could totally see how Weak. a girl you definitely could be into another girl. You smell good. Her skin's soft. She says little things you want to see. You both drinking red wine. Maybe you took a fucking Xanax. Now you feeling each other. There I can go. totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> but a dick? Yeah. No one wants to see a dick. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a dick. Here's the thing. If you see a dick at the wrong age, it'll fuck you up for life. <laughs> <laughs> what age are we talking about? At the whatever the wrong age I is. Think, I don't know, man. There's women out there that really love dicks. Of course. And they just. But here's the thing: they... the amount, the percentages of women who really love dicks greatly trump the amount of people who will pay to see naked women. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is that they wouldn't want to like get like any like unexpected dick pics and stuff. That's the thing. I was never bold enough to send the unsolicited dick pic. Mm. I just felt so intrusive, right? Like. Um, so y'all know that club down in Midtown called the Bulldog? I think is what it's called. It's right across the street from the Vortex and Laughing Skull. It's a gay bar. No, I haven't been there. I heard it. So I didn't know it was a gay bar, right? Um, so when I would go do stand up there and I'd park in that parking lot right across the street and I walked by a dude and one day a dude hit on me. And it was the weirdest feeling in the world. One, because I didn't realize he hit on me until after I got in the fucking, uh, I got backstage. I was like, oh my God, that guy hit on me. And I felt weird because the part of me was like, well, at least I know I look good. But then another part of me was like, what the fuck? I feel so invaded. Is this what women feel like? Yeah, that happened to it me It was fucking time. weird. I went to a birthday party. One of my friends was gay. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to, like, get his, all his friends together to, like, go out drinking at um, Six Feet Under. Mm-hmm. Nice bar. It's a good bar. Mm-hmm. And um, he had this gay friend that was there. And he was, um, like, everyone knew I was straight. I was a straight one. out of the, mm-hmm. And there was girls there, too. But just because, like, all the guys were gay and I was the only straight one, mm-hmm. you know, if you didn't know me, you probably think I was gay, too, because I was just with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> but, but facts, if you, look, if there's 10 dudes and none of them are gay, I'm assuming the 10th guy. Right, but yeah. I was the straight one. Mm-hmm. And there was girls in the group, too, mm-hmm. you know. And so the one of the guys, he, like, was, like, trying to talk to me, yeah. get to know me. And I was just, I just thought he was just being friendly and cool. And yeah. we were drinking and stuff. And he yeah. put his hand on my lap, like... I would do like to like a woman if I'm interested yeah. or like I'm talking to a girl, and I looked at his hand on my lap. And it was one of the weird moments where you like, like I, I I paused and mm-hmm. I was just like, hmm, this is different. And yeah. then so I took his hand and I removed it from my lap, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm good, man. And like that right there just made me think how you were thinking, like how yeah. this is how women feel like when bro, people are just invading their space. Bro. It was it was, was that like, yeah that, that was a big one, bro. Because here's the thing, like. I'm a big ball black man. I look like fucking Bane. No one's gonna fuck with me, right? Facts. But in that moment, I like wanted to call my nieces and be like, "Look, guys are fucking terrible. Stay away from them, right?" Because <laughs> he, like, he, he challenged you. you no, know, it's not like, he challenged me, bro. Because it's 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 weird, right? Because like when when all right, so when the girls get together and they want to go out, right? Mm-hmm. When they say they want to go out and have a good time, they want to go. They out. fucking mean they, that. They yeah, that they're shit. just like talking about. And here's the thing: and that's it. they've been practicing twerking on each other. So when they get there. 
They They've already warmed exactly up. Exactly what to do. They've already warmed up. When guys go out, we winging it. We trying to fuck. We. Right, I, I hear that, I hear that conversation all the time. Girls be like, when I go out, I'm actually really going out. Yeah, just to like girls are girls. genuinely going out I, to have I'm fun. I'm not trying to like dance with anybody. Like, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah man. And they mean that shit. And and then yeah. we we have this notion that why the fuck did you come out there? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because here's the thing. It's also like there's a huge difference between going out as a dude and going out as a girl, right? True. So girls, one. You're the attraction. So you got into the bar for free, right? As a, as a girl, you can, like, it, okay, as a, as a girl, well, actually, dude, if you're a hot girl, right, mm-hmm. you can leave the house with no money, right, and your car keys. Ain't gonna worry about shit. Nothing. You got in the bar for free, someone's gonna pay for your drinks, you know what I'm saying? Someone's and then here's home. the thing. If you're bad enough, you can get the whole crew drinks. <laughs> Bruh. Because they'll work you. You ever, bro? You ever like went to like a club or something and you wanted to buy one girl a drink? She's like, "Let me holler at my friends." Next thing you know, you buying shots for nine people and some random dude. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I would, I would never do that, but that would be like. But there's some suckers like that though, bro. And then you got because like your thing is like, man, maybe I'm gonna get in here. She's thinking, I'm having a great fucking night, right? There you go. It's a whole different thing, bro. So to like, because in a way, you're kind of like. Not predatory, but like you're here for you're you have a goal in mind. You trying yeah. to fuck, right? And they're just trying to have a good time. You're trying to convince her to like come back to your place. You know, that's what that's how a lot of women are in Atlanta though. Not See, all of them, but a lot of them are like they will try to run you for your money. They'll try to run you for like I mean, but to I get free like, stuff when you go out. Here's the thing though. I can't I can't get I can't get mad at that, but you not can't. it ain't happening to me. Cause it's like, like, no, no, but but if you allow it, they yeah. would like yeah, go and take oh, your yeah. shit. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, put it in another order at this table and you're just like who are you? You know, they're smoking yeah, if you your hookah. If, if you they're know, taking your yourself. wings and fries. I seen that shit. And I was like, bro, I don't bro. even know this girl. We just invited, like, she just Here's invited thing, herself. Gotta, at that moment, you got to put the hammer down. I got another owner. Who the fuck paying for it? <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, I did bro, that one, like, got to. My cousins came down for one time for New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. And um, we went to this place called BQE. It's like one of the spots where we like to go to every time they come out. Mm-hmm. And... I was telling them heads up, like, hey man, there's gonna be some women there. Mm-hmm. Be careful because they're gonna be trying to make you like try to get you buy them drinks, whatever. Bro, we yeah. had a table and everything. We had hookah, we had food, mm-hmm. we had drinks, and girls started attracting towards us because they just like they saw like they four, they, they saw they, four they, they good, they, they, they saw they, they saw, saw four good looking black men. Shit. We had <laughs> we had everything together. Mm-hmm. You know, we was looking smooth and everything, and they were just like, "Hey, what's going mm-hmm. on? What's the occasion?" Can you pass me the sky. That you is know. good. The sky. Yeah, I told you, this is sneaky. Bro. I told you. Oh, you know what else is good? The whipped cream version of that. I'm a grown man. I can't. I can't trust me. I can't. You, it's lit. Put that with some coke. I told you. Let me let me right. get, let me get a shot. And you can but yeah, I t- well here's the thing too, right? Because like I understand like like why women go out in groups, bro. Because like most here's the thing, bro. So most dudes, if you tell them no, if they've been raised by, because like here's my thing, I've been raised by like a shitload of women, right? Uh-huh. I've been raised by a shitload of strong women, bro. So when a girl tells me no, I'm just like, okay, you know, I can't help but see my cousin. So like you say no, I gotta stop. Right. But now what I like about like today's times, bro. Is like there's this whole like independence happening with women, right? Um, which brings us to our next topic. Oh, wop. Where the fuck were <laughs> Yo. you at when the whopping? Listen, 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 listen. We were actually talking about this in the car and over here. One at a time. One at a time. Yeah, I gotta go first on this one. <laughs> go ahead. So I think wop is dope. Where Bro. were you when wop came out? 
What, what? Uh, I was at home quarantine, bro. Bro, I, I was. Oh man, I remember when it, it dropped, right? And I didn't see it until Mahalia was. We were in California, right? And Mahalia played the video, right? It was one of the things. Like, I haven't I seen the video. Wow. I haven't. I haven't seen the video, and I haven't listened to the song all the way through, bro. bro but bro. I've only. I. The song is a banger. The song is. A I banger. think. I think the song sounds good from Song's what I've heard. Um, I seen some clips of the video. They they look good. Mm. They look great. Um, so, but the lyrics and everything that they're saying and stuff like that, I fucking love it, bro. Bro, so I, dirty. I love it. Listen, I love it. Listen. And people are hating so much on it. Fuck them. <laughs> I know, but like, the, but we were talking about this earlier. So. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Listen, Nick, <laughs> bro, you want to talk about the most censored porn material out there? Oh yeah. Nigga, I spit like 10 times watching Jesus that motherfucker, bro. Jesus Christ. I swear, my... Nigga. That video. The video's nice. I don't get how men can... I don't get how men in itself can be mad about the video. Mm-hmm. And I can't understand why we make such a big deal. I was listening to another podcast and yeah. they were talking about how like... You know why do women gotta degrade each other like this and do this da da da? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, shut the fuck up! Like Bro. I felt like if I was there, that's what I was but, saying. I was like, niggas, we've been doing that to each other all the here's time. Here's the thing, cause like, like we've been, but men treated like I said, they treat it like an accomplishment, right? So if you if you go out, right, cause odds are against you, cause now you gotta keep it her, get away from the crew, right? Then you gotta make sure everything happens consensually, so the shit don't come <laughs> shit back, don't come to back you, right? to you, looking like. But then you come back and you're like, I have achieved. Now hear my story. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's like, applauding you for it. They're story. like, yo, that's exactly. my nigga. You, you did your but thing. But what's like, I think what. But if like, women do it, it's. Here's the thing. Uh, for some reason, there's like this big fear of like strong, like sexually liberated women. Of Dude, course. that shit makes life so much easier, right? right? I, I think what. I think what's hard about strong, sexually liberated women mm-hmm. is approaching them. Like, here's do, the thing. Do you have the. Do you have the stamina to fuck with that? But that's, bro, here's the bro, thing. Bro, that shit is Because you got to be a different, here's the thing, bro. I grew up with strong women. That shit makes life so, this and, is there, true. and there's some guys who weren't raised here's like thing. you. Because here's the when you come to them, they tell you exactly what they want, what but they what, expect. But and what if you can't keep up? There are men who can't keep up. That's but, okay. But here's the thing. You, you keep it real with them, you let them know, I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. You show up and you go, fuck it. And you do, bro, you, you do, do it, bro. You do, you do the best you can. Right. And she's Hold gonna, on for and dear life. Facts. And she's going to be happy and proud of you for... I don't exactly, know about happy, but she'll be proud, bro. But facts though, like, but if not, then you just you know because I heard the song and then I watched the video and I'm like, this is like it's not out of the ordinary for like like a typical yeah. Cardi B track or like a City Girl track, but right? Honestly, it's not even out of the ordinary for a standard rap video, like or not, girl for real, ass, or even know? like the standard like summer bop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. like, that sounds like the thing that they come on a club and everyone goes nuts, right? But like all the backlash, and I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of people not getting any like solid pussy, right? Right, that's true. That's the demo. We don't get girls who who have who have what and who want to throw it back on them like that. Because like if you think about it, like yo, like only those only those niggas are bitching about it because they're not getting girls like that. They're not getting they're not getting girls like that that want to suck their dicks and want to do that crazy. And that's the demographic that that can't get that can't get it. Why I'm just like I'm for that shit because I want that shit, bro. Because you know? like the only people I've ever seen complain about it are like the, the typical old Republican who's like me and my wife we have missionary sex once of uh, the first with, and second with Wednesday, a rag with a rag on the first and second Wednesday of, of the of a lunar month and a you know what I'm saying Back. the Why? fuck are you talking about? Because here's the thing, bro. Like 
I, there's also something weird in this country now where we're like we're coming to terms with the fact that like people just be fucking right. True. Yeah. It's a common thing that people be fucking right. But the secret's out. But here's women, the thing: women want to fuck just as much as they men. do. Here's you the thing: like when Amber Rose did the whole like slut walk thing. Yeah, she I remember that. Rose that bitch crazy though. Rose. I don't fuck with her. I don't care. I don't I, I appreciate her for that just because I was all for like women should embrace their sexual tendencies. You can't hear. How about now? Yeah, we in there. All right, well. No, but, like, that's the thing, though. Like, I I, co- I totally co-sign with the fact that women should be able to embrace their sexual tendencies, their sexuality, bro. And I think they should be, like, able to be as open about it with with dudes, right? Look, here's, here's the end of the story. End of the story. It's none of our business what the fuck they do. Facts. Right. If they want to bang, fucking bang suck girl, a fucking King Cobra. Mm-hmm. Till the skin come off, mm-hmm. that's their business. Yeah. And if they want to talk about it, that's their First Amendment right. Yeah. You know, true. so like, who it's, are we to really... It's, it's society, man. Yeah, we, facts. Society has made it okay for men to do stuff like that and talk about it and like be yeah, like it's a their business. For, mm-hmm. But if women do it, we easily point at them as he, like their whole the thing, sluts. Here's the thing, yeah. And it's just like, that's not fair. And we try to put them down. It's like, oh, yeah. you do the same shit I do, and you're a whore. Yeah, and right? I'm just like, bro, like, we be man whores all the time. 100%. Think about but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yo, these girls got lawyers. Bro. They'll hit you with, here's they'll the, hit you with all the charges. Here's the thing, though, right? So, like, so with the Me Too movement going on, right? Mm. Mercy. Right. A part of me is like I'm super on board with it because, like, especially when you're talking about a guy like Harvey Weinstein or like Cosby or some shit, right? You're dealing the, with a guy who's been the game, the game, yeah. bro. The game lost all his royalties. The game. When the, did this the, happen? The, the ga- bro, this happened like back in 2017. I forgot this Instagram model. No, um, wow. There was this shorty. He was yeah. in a show with. He was in yeah. a reality show. Yeah. Yo, grabbing on her pussy, Damn. grabbing on her ass. Damn. Shorty sues. Mm-hmm. Fit. I, I keep saying fifty because like they're synonymous to each other. Bro. But the game, he tries to do, you know, a mollywop and tries to put all of his assets under his um A and R um uh-huh. whack one hundred. Yeah. Shorty's like, nah, fuck that. I'm getting the money. I'm getting that. She she has the stake to all of his royalties until he pays up seven million dollars. <laughs> Yo, I'm not lying, bro. Fuck. I saw that. I'm like, yo, uh, the game could keep his money, hide his money all he you wants. You can't hide that. But you're Just, not hiding anything, you gotta pay that girl. any song you gotta kill that her. has the you game pay that on girl. it. You gotta pay that girl. You gotta pay that woman. The the uh, judge took her side. So, bro, these women, they speaking up for themselves. Bro, and like, as, as they should. Bro. Here's the thing. Like, okay, so as much as I'm for it, right, the thing that worries me is like, so here's the thing, as a black dude, right? As a, like, you just look at fucking Emmett Till, right? My yeah. man got drugged behind a truck because a guy thought he whistled at a white woman. Then all after the fact, the white girl was like, "Oh no, it never happened, right?" And like, the thing that scares me is you, when you have this, you have like liars and shit, right? And that's what really worries me, right? So you see, like, you guys know who Brian Banks is. Mm-hmm. So Brian Banks was a tremendous linebacker, right? A girl lied and said he raped her, and he went to prison for, like, I think for a couple of years. Then he found the girl recanted her story. He sued the state, and he got, like, $2.8 million. But she took, like, 10 years of his life behind a lie, right? Wait, isn't, that, isn't there a show based off of that? They made a movie about it. He, and then the Falcons signed him, but, like, at that point, he's, like, 30-something. He, he was washed. Yeah. 
Then you hear like Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Y'all heard this shit? Johnny Depp? Bruh. You're lying. Nah, dog. This not bitch. Johnny. Bruh, let me tell you, this shit was, this shit has, I'm surprised like, if a dude did what she did, there's no way we'd let her live it down. Old girl, like, got makeup, put on fake bruises, and took pictures, right? Blood clad. Bro. Then she went and told people that Johnny was hitting her. Lost all the pirates of the Caribbean. Wait, what? Bro, yeah. That's why I... No, 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 no. We ain't done yet. We're then, still going? Bro, no. We ain't. Because pirates made him billions, bro. Bro. Then she cheats on him with Elon Musk, right? Bro, fucking... In his apartment. What? We got the elevator footage. Old girl... Bro, here's... That's not even the worst part. Took a shit in his bed. That's, who took a shit in his bed? She took a shit in his bed. Yo, she got to die, bro. He took shit in his bed. Gotta go. And here's the thing: when he when she first came out, no one asked questions. They were just like, "Fuck Johnny Depp." But as more and more details come out, I'm like, "That's a dirty you, dirty bitch, bruh." <laughs> she took a shit in his bed. Fuck Elon Musk. Yes. Fake being abused, bro. She she got you fired. She gave that pussy away. Then she shot a motherfucking dude. Did she get bed. in trouble with all this? So there she's got. So here's the thing, right? What's that's con- fraud. So what's disturbing about this whole thing is like when Weinstein or Cosby got brought up, right? Especially Cosby or R. Kelly, crucified, right? All their, all their, everyone's just dropping them. No more Cosby CDs. No more, you know. They're just they're crucifying with her. It's just like, well, you know, she she may have made a mistake. Like, nah, this bitch ruined. You got a dragger, bro. And like, the, like everyone's just like, I think she got back into the Aquaman movies, right? So that's so it's I don't know. It's a it's a very weird time. So, like, that's the only thing that worries me is, like, people that lie. But as far as, like, the liberation and all that shit, I'm hey, so for it. Because, like, one of the biggest... And, and that's the scary thing is trying to... Trying to balance it. Trying to balance it. Because, like, for... You know, you don't want to seem as the person that doesn't believe women, mm-hmm. especially not believe in black women. Cause, bro, because that know, shit's real. Because, like, the whole Megan... The Megan and Tory thing... That shit, bro. That shit. I'm a huge Tory Lanez fan, right? I'm a mild Tory Lanez fan. I'm a huge Tory Lanez fan. I mm-hmm. love his work. Yeah, but chick, at some point, you gotta say to yourself, I'm a Shanti fan, and she looks so bad. And bad bro, yeah. Sexy as a. Hey, you see that music video of her and uh, Joyner Lucas? No. It pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> she, that, she was like sucking on that nigga's tongue and shit. So, you said, I'm, What, though? Yeah, bro, they're like making out hardcore in that music. Joyner Lucas? Bro. And Ashanti? Yeah, what? I was so like, I'm a, I like Jordan Lucas, but ever since that. Video, I was just coming. All right, nigga, are now you dating don't. this girl now? Because you pissing me off. Now we don't but, fuck but, with him. But, but, back to the facts. It's yeah. like, yo, like, at what point do you separate your love for the artist, the music, his craft, mm-hmm. to his personality? And so I'm sitting here like, nah, it's confusing. Not. It's confusing because you see the allegations. You mm-hmm. hear, yo, Megan got shot. Mm-hmm. Who shot her? Nobody's talking. Shit, bruh. Shot, you know, like shot that whole shot week, him. that whole week, my head is itching because I'm like, yo, so like, Tori was in the car, mm-hmm. security's in the car, the other bitches in the car. Oh, I knew it was Tori. I, I hope the Tory other bitch shot. Like, no, me the whole time. I'm hoping the other shorty shot Megan. Like, I'm bro. like, yo, bro. But then, as you know, mm-hmm. he he's not talking. Mm-hmm. You know, all these all these online blogs t- speaking for him, bro. And then you gotta come to realization, like, yo. We as people fucked up mm-hmm. when we stopped believing in our black women. Yeah. But then it's like you got some black women that fuck it up for everybody, be like, yo, he beat me, he he almost killed me. 
dude was in Australia the whole time. You said, bro, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, bro. but that shit is scary though. It's that it's disturbing, but at the same time, like I love I love it because it's pushing the issue forward. Because there have been a ton, because that was just like the thing you did for the longest, right? Yo, facts. Like especially if, like if you were rich and you were famous, it was kind of like enjoy being in my presence, right? And yep. I'm gonna grab you by the pussy. There you go. Right. To this day, I still can't believe Trump is gotten away with that shit. Bro, I'm gonna tell you exactly how he got away with that shit. <laughs> Trump got away with it because he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> and because here's the thing, bro. Trump got away with it because he doesn't give a fuck. And because he doesn't give a fuck, his supporters don't give a fuck. And then on top of that, he looks at the Democrats and go, now do something about it. And these clumsy <laughs> bastards can't do anything about it. Like, can't, can't pass a second stimulus bro, bill. Like, he's <laughs> shit. Bro, like, he's just like, he's, I don't want to say he's untouchable, right? But here's the thing. The people that hate him hate him so much that rather than let the truth speak for itself, there's always one liar. Somebody's and fucking they fuck it all up. They bro. fucking up the story. They're fucking that shit up, man. Yo, he, um, Yo, you can't touch that guy. He got his ducks in a row. Yeah. I feel like he'd be like sending people out to those people and be like, "This is your warning. Mm-hmm. If you do anything about it, we'll just put you in a box." Bro, and, but here's the thing. The thing about him is he's so insulated that even if it's something that something wrong that's done associated to him, he's done it through like a lawyer. So then the lawyer gets in trouble and he's like, "Well, you know." He signed up for this kind of shit, man. And, and you know, you know what's funny about him? I hate how he's stupid in public, but he's fucking smart as shit. Here's like, bro, yeah. In public, he is a he looks, he sounds like an idiot, but behind closed door, he's a monster. But here's the thing. So I had to do this um, anti-Trump video for a guy, and um, it was weird, right? Because <laughs> Trump is a fucking showman, right? He's very charismatic. He has a ton of energy, yep. and he can work a crowd, right? For a 70-year-old guy. Bro, he comes out there. He, like, I said the other day, he's the political version of Ric Flair minus the woos. Yes. Yo, that's yes. Perfect, perfect analogy. Like, bro. that's who he is, right? He's super was... calm. Like, you go watch old Ric Flair videos, and Ric oh, Flair's bitch. talking king shit. <laughs> just, just. And still getting his ass beat. And bro, still getting Ric Flair coming down the shit. hallway, coked up. Woo! Let me tell you something right now. We are wheeling, dealing. Let me tell you something, that, brother. These boots, bro. That, like that's, that's limousine wheeling. Yeah, like Trump is that. He is all momentum. That he feeds like the bro, and the crowd feeds into him. I mean, there's something. Yo, there's something to be said about the fact that he appeals to people, right? Because the people he's appealing to, right, are people that are. Um, so we were talking earlier about racism, right, mm. and how it's becoming more and more covert. I think the reason that is is because of this rise in this idea of political correctness, right? Mm. So with political correctness, right, I get the idea behind it. So the idea is if we can get rid of words like nigga, Jew, fag, kike, whatever bad word, right, that will eliminate racism. No. No. That's what happens is, is they cr- like because you can't say nigga, right, you create a more palatable word. So people go, oh, well, you don't say, oh, this is what those niggas live downtown. You say, that's an urban area. Right. Facts. You don't say, um, you don't, you know, see, here's the thing. You don't see like Klansmen. Like, you see like the guys wearing the hoods and shit. Those are idiots, yeah. right? You don't see white supremacists. What do they call themselves now? They say, oh, I'm not a white supremacist. I'm a white national. And I think that white, right? So then you end up with guys. Or conservative. Or, or right. Right. So they align themselves with these terms that we can live with, right? And it becomes more appealing because it's more covert. Like Ben Shapiro. Right. But I don't think they're all like that. I think no, no, no. Obviously they're not. But you're like, 
let you know I'm not part of this yeah. ethnic group that you think that I am. But but, tech, but they are, though. <laughs> to some degree, right. So you have the guys that are like that, and they just use these words, they get in, and they're pushing this agenda, but it's covert, right? Yeah, it's all about watching their actions, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and social media tells a lot about people. Because here's the thing, like I watch, like like you said, Ben Shapiro. I think that guy's Man. fucking. Ben Shapiro's funny. He's, he's hilarious. Like I watch his videos. Oh my god, he's so. And funny. I'm like, at what point does he breathe when he talks? See, here's the thing, him and Farrakhan are kind of similar, right? So Farrakhan, he'll be saying some shit, and you be riding with him, right? Yeah, you're like, be okay, ri- yeah, he's yeah. making good points. Then he goes, gotta kill all the white people. And you're like, okay, Farrakhan. We can't. We were gonna what? I was with you with all the community building you know, stuff. Like, kill white people, people too, right? And that's how Ben Shapiro is. Mr. Shapiro's like, good point, good point, good point, and whap has to go away. Women should be like, oh, okay, we're gonna cut you off, right? You know, and I, I, I think didn't he make a um a, a, a review on WAP, bro? <laughs> I it, did, I haven't seen it. I, but I heard it's hilarious. I'm I'm linking that in the tab he for this. Said, if you he haven't said, seen it, what? Genitalia, bro. He literally <laughs> reads the fucking lyrics, <laughs> and he's he's reading them. Oh, I I can't cook. I can't clean. Let me show you how I got this wedding ring. This is the problem with America. No one has skills anymore. And it's just like you can tell that like. So this guy has basically lived his life by a set of rules that have gotten to where he's at. Right? He's yeah. a pretty successful guy. I mean, destroying college students. But here's the thing, though. No matter what he does, right, he's reached some level of success. People are paying attention, right? He's getting engagement. So on one level, you got to appreciate that, right? But the same time, you're like, you got there, but you never fucked a crazy girl. Everyone needs to fuck a crazy crazy girl. Pussy is eleven out of ten. Let, let me and will change can, your can, life. Can I tell you a story? <laughs> you want to talk about crazy is girl? It, pussy? Is it gonna get you in trouble? It, it might, but hey, I don't know just, if my just girl don't share this podcast with anybody. That you <laughs> I'm sharing it with everybody. Listen. Back at our good alma mater. Good alma mater. Y'all know there was a lot of mental case baskets in that school, right? A lot of crazy, yeah. lot of, not just crazy girls, just crazy people in general. In general, bro. In, bro. in, in general. general. In general. I had my fair share of crazy pussy, bro. And, <laughs> and, and I will say, shit's legendary. Yes, no names. No names. No names. Right? I ain't gonna say no names, but you know who I'm talking about. That tap on the shoulder, <laughs> you know, like you, like, you, know. I mean, I think I have an idea. You got an idea, but like, I, I don't want to think about the, it. The only person that like got me strung off of that mm-hmm. shit, bro. Oh, yeah. bro, that's what bro. it is. It's a dr- bro. It's a drug because I put it on you, and you're just like, I don't. What the f- you? You and set my house on fire, but it's kind of worth it. You fucking good pussy bitch, you, bro. How could you put this on me and walk out my life and think that I won't go crazy my damn self, bro? That's a, that's a, that's the dual-edged sword of crazy girl pussy, man. Well, what's that movie called? Um, the After Party. Where the guy was like, "You think you could rob the pussy?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and they were just like in the car trying to get away, and I was just like, "Yo, this is crazy." Bro, what do you, um, dude? A lot of crazy shit coming out of Oakland now, bro. Look, a lot I, of crazy shit. I don't keep up with it. But oh, I don't and, either. And, 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 like, if you know, entertain me, cause like Good thing. Yeah, the last thing I heard was just oh, you, me too, and I was bro. Like, so like, uh, that's yeah. So like, when I graduated, cause the thing about Oakwood, what happens is people don't really graduate. They they graduate, but they 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 they, they like stay around. Oh yeah. And they oh become, yeah, that shit. Bro. Yeah, and they never they never really leave, right? So when I left, I made sure to like cut all ties. I don't want the newsletter. Fuck you. I don't need anything. <laughs> right. So my niece. So, I'm still getting the newsletter. Like I, I found out that. The campus got blocked out, uh, uh, blackout the yeah. other day. So my my niece goes there, right? So from time to time, you hear the gossip and shit. So when the whole "Oh, you meet me too" thing came out, and like even on the social medias that the kids use, you got to see people like getting outed and shit. Mm-hmm. 
I always th- I thought that was like here's the thing I wasn't surprised right because the one thing that always like trips me up about like um, religious schools is like there's always like a hint of sexual repression boy right? so like your body here's the thing when you're a dude if it's like 12 or 13 right your dick you know wakes what's up, going on down your there. dick wakes up or you see some boobs it's like no more Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> no more fucking we gotta we gotta get yeah, a job I, I, yeah I have to be I a man then there's that moment then there's the first time you see some boobs not touch them you see them see them then yes. there's the first time you get like that over the pants like handy J yeah, he, <laughs> and then it's like we gotta figure out how to make it you know but at the same time like the people in your church the people in your community are telling you feel bad about this you should have shame you're not married and so forth but you're doing that shit in <laughs> church afterwards no, no, no. here's the thing so then you get to like Oakwood right and you're at this place that people consider to be uber holy. Sick. No one breaks the rules here and so on and so forth. And then you have guys who haven't learned that no means no. Right? Learn how to control their dicks. Bro. But here's the fucked up part about it. This is one thing that always made me super uncomfortable. Is like whenever you would find something out, immediately we cast shame upon the woman. Like how could you let this happen? True. Right? And we crucify them and we go, you're a bad girl. So-and-so's a good guy. How dare you say this, right? I'm telling you, it's fucking Theo Major. The he he led the choir. Da, da, da. I mean, it's Bro. changing now, but it's just like that's how it was for a long time. So now uh, I, I kind of my niece I'm like, look, if you need, if you need to hold on to Smith and Wesson, just let me know. You can drop it in your purse. Nothing says leave me alone like a thirty-eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to the was, mouth. Do you, do you need mace? Do I was you need finding a knife? out like what people in my class, like some women who were raped by dudes are from Oakwood. And yeah, I, and I and I'm, and like, I'm just like, yo, why aren't you? Say anything like to me or like to the other people that you were really cool mm-hmm. with, and they were, she was just like, I remember one of them said like, oh, it was because like the guy was popular, the guy was yeah, cool, the guy and had like that's a, the thing that fucking annoyed like, me about she, that school. She it's felt like, like nobody would believe her. Yeah, this that. fucking hierarchy at Oakwood was so fucking. It was weird. It was weird. It's like you look at all the cool people, and then you're like, you're not really cool. You're actually you're just, dull. You just you just cool. say powerful shit on social media and get it from time to, it. time to time, yeah. yeah. Or you're and always like, at the 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 basketball court getting lit or getting you know, lit, or, yeah. and you sit there and like. Have you ever talked to those people? Real? Here's the thing: in person, you ever talk like that's thing. So when you would talk to those people, right? And you they got nothing. Here's to thing: say. you learn. I that's shop the whole, at the thrift store, bro. Here's the thing: this is the one thing <laughs> that I've really appreciated about this podcast, right? So right now we're in a room, we have headphones on, we're locked in, no phones. Right, and we have to pay attention to what each other is saying, right? And we all have different viewpoints. You talk to these people, and they're just kind of like, Oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, right? They're not really there, they're, they're like, they're not really like California anyone. people. But actually, they are California people. <laughs> Yo, they Hot literally take. come from California now. I, I wouldn't say it's a California thing, I think it's like a superficial, yeah, like it's you, a and most they, of that they, superficial they found, shit come from it's California. It's kind of like in high school, I mean, like maybe that's like a culture out there, mm-hmm. but like, bruh, fucking Atlanta is like that too, bro. Everybody, yeah. everybody Atlanta has like this yeah. stunt culture where mm-hmm. like you want to stunt and blast that shit on every single platform yeah. you can get until your ass get robbed. Yeah, and then you don't want to do that shit for a while, bro. So basically, what happens is you have people who have been they've been deified, right, into some small yes. community, right, and you talk to them and you realize not a whole lot going on, no, nah. right, no, nah. you don't really know anything. It's, 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 I don't know. A part of me feels bad for that person because like it's kind of like that that guy you see peak in high school, like yeah, dude, I was fucking varsity on the D line, blew my knee out, but now we're far, you know, five guys or whatever you. Just, you guys want to go play tackle football? Like, nigga, you're 36. No. Story. <laughs> nah, stop trying to relive your high right? school days. 
And like a part of me, because like when I was at Oakwood, I was like very to myself. I was like, where I gotta go? I really don't have time because like at that point, like I had like I'd had like a maturing period before, so I'm like, you're fake. I can keep pushing, right? Facts. But when you're young, especially when you're on your own in college, right? Especially that campus. Yeah, because like you do. So freshmen move in packs. Right. Yo, they do, bro. So it'd be like it, bro. Freshmen would be like fifteen people. Yeah, his deep. crew, root. Yo, my crew. Deep. Here's the like really everyone. Really everyone's crew did. It was Everybody like, crew did. It was at least five of y'all to go to the market. But here's the, here's, here's, here's the funny thing. It, you rock that deep all the way up until a change. You move off campus. Mm-hmm. You get that first job. Mm-hmm. You get that real relationship. Whatever the case may be, you become the neighborhood dope boy. Which was another thing. Everybody and their baby mama wanted to be a dope boy out of Oakwood. Bruh. That shit was dumb to me. Like, everybody selling weed out here? Everybody? I used to buy... I had bought weed from a, a theology major once, and I was like, this gotta be some holy weed. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard be. of that. That's crazy. Bro, everybody's buying weed. Bro. Everybody's like, selling weed. Because, like, the one thing that's always bothered me about, like, religious campuses, right... Or just like religion in general is what it does. What it does is it doesn't allow you to be human and admit you have mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because if you ever do that, then you lose your position within that society, right? Yeah. So if you're fucking in the Aeolians and you're singing your heart out, and it turns out that you like, you know, what I'm saying, you like getting your dick sucked by dudes, for example. <laughs> not not naming anybody. No. No, I'm like, like just in general, just like uh-huh. a generalization, right? If somebody finds out, now you lose all your status. You're not an Aeolian. You don't get to go on the road. At the time, that's a huge part of your personality. So you end up repressing that, right? Mm. It's very fucking weird because then it's a breeding ground for like all that shit. And then like now people are just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm grown now. This happens. And it's good because like it gives like women an outlet, right? Or like people who have been victimized an outlet to talk about it, right? It's tremendous. In my world, you want to know what my main goal in life is? What? I want to give a high school commencement speech. Wow. You're gonna, you're gonna, school. you're gonna like be so real with it too. Here's the thing: Can you remember the guy who spoke at your high school commencement? Yeah. Can you remember the guy who spoke at your college commencement? I didn't go to my college commencement. Exactly. What do they tell you? They tell you the same basic shit over and over. Over and over. Work hard, believe, you'll achieve your dreams. Oh, yo, that's so cliche. Right. That's so '80s. My commencement speech is gonna be five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Five what fucking you, minutes. What are you telling these kids? In five hey, what are you gonna minutes? say, man? Let me tell you something. You're 18 now. All right? No means Wet no. ass pussies out there. Go get Wet it, boys. <laughs> no, no, but no means no. no. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're 18, right? Whether you be man or girl, you're 18. You're an adult. Mm. It's time for you to experience things, right? You got to go out and live. Facts. Right? Make mistakes. Maybe you got to suck a dick. What? <laughs> do what you got to do. I'm not, here's the thing. I'm not just talking to the girls either. I'm talking to the fellas. Maybe. Hey, cause honestly, here's the thing. At 18, if you if you on the fence, there's a lot of people on the fence. At 18, there's a lot of people on the here's fence. Here's the thing: you suck a dick, you don't like it, you move on. Cause you don't want to be 35 in a Chuck E. Cheese or a glory whore, and now you got to come out and explain to your family at five why. <laughs> why right? are you sucking dick, uh, Chuck E. Cheese glory whore, bro? That shit happens. You ever it been to Florida, <laughs> bro? Bro, you had a party. Girl with pink hair comes up to you. She got a banging body. She's got ecstasy. Maybe you take it. The fuck you got to lose? Yeah. All right. Now look, if you a dude. All right. The worst thing that can happen to you, you get Cardi B. You can live with it. She just took your money. If you're a girl, gotta be a little more skeptical. Yep. All right. You don't want to be Cosby. It's way better to be Cardi they B. They gotta than drag be you off that stage so but fast. But no. But here's the like here's the reality of it though. <laughs> like you don't even understand. No, but here's think about a guy like um Jagger Hoover, the guy who like led the FBI. Mm-hmm. Jagger Hoover, his whole life was dying to suck a dick. Was dying. 
right? So because he couldn't suck a dick, right, what did he do? He spent his whole career gathering secrets on everybody. Presidents, leaders, right? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, J. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, Jagger Hoover, the guy who found the, the, the first director of the FBI. Why I say? <laughs> no, let me take it a whole other level. Class head of FBI want to suck cocky? Bro, Blood yes, class. like he was, he like there was evidence that he was a, co- a cross dresser and he had a, like he had relationships with dudes. We kept him a deal. No, no, let me take it to the next level. Next level of what? So, at one point in time, Martin Luther King. It's the number one bad guy in America. Number one. Now, Martin Luther King loved two things in this world. He <laughs> loved preaching and spreading change and fucking women who weren't named Coretta Scott King. Blood clad the river. So, so, when he's about to get awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, he gets a call from Mr. Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover says, I don't want you accepting that. And if you accept it, I'll tell everyone about your side bitch. This is the 60s. <laughs> This is the uh, 60s. No, that is a true In the story. 60s, you can just go one town over. They, they don't know they, they even talked about it, I think, a little bit in his movie. So yeah. 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 So you're getting threatened by the guy. Here's the thing. And if that guy could have just sucked a dick, dude, pop, probably be legal by now. FBI would have <laughs> never existed. The FBI would have existed, but he would probably found that Lindbergh, baby. Pot would be legal. The country would be in a better place. But there's a guy who's repressing all his secrets, and now look at how fucked up shit is. <laughs> Yo. That guy right there. Should have had the freedom to just suck a dick free so and clear. You're to say that yep. was the key to to life, like. No, it really is, bro. Cause like, cause you gotta try everything at least one time. Like, especially well, if you think about, it. if you're constantly thinking mm-hmm. about doing All right, something. man, nigga, to each their own. Like, no, no, y'all no, no, can no, suck a no, dick. No, no, no. Okay, no, 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 like that. But I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, I will be the normal one. Yeah. If it's on your mind constantly, with my, you know, if it's on your mind, it's on your heart. Yeah. And you want to do it, mm-hmm. but you're scared of how people will think of you. Mm-hmm. That's when you got to do it. But here's the thing. Sucking a dick is obviously an extreme, right? That's a, but like when you're 18, right? Well, look, if it's, it all depends on like your preference and your sexuality. Here's, and I can't judge not, it. That's your thing. No, no, no. Do, so you go and do it. So here's my point. Be like, I don't. So here's my point. That's not sucking, something that I need to achieve in life. <laughs> sucking dick is obviously the extreme, right? Doing drugs is obviously the extreme. Mm-hmm. But like when you leave high school, what's the first thing you realize? You realize how many people were actually your friends and how many people just hung out with you because you could do things for them or because of proximity. Like, yeah. we weren't friends because, like, we were boys. No, yeah, we had English together and yeah. I took you to lunch. Yeah. We were all of a sudden we were friends when I had a car, right? Yeah. Right. So as you grow up, you realize who's really fucking with you and who's not. Yeah, I'd be trying to tell people once you get that first car, man, like, yeah. all these people are going to come out of yeah. nowhere. Right. To be and as you get older, you start becoming more and more independent to where, like, mm-hmm. like you, why don't, why don't I go to Japan? I've always wanted to go. I got some friends I want to go. Why don't we go? Right? Mm-hmm. Why don't I do We this? should. We should plan that. I'll be, I actually want to go back. Yeah. So why don't I fucking move from Kansas to Atlanta? Right? I Because when I moved here, the only friends I have was from the friends I have from Oakwood. I didn't have a base here. Right? So why don't I go out and live my dreams? That's essentially the core of it. You can't worry. The reality of it is, especially when you're young, you worry too much about what other fucking people think. Mm-hmm. Drastically. And you know what you do when you do that? You are essentially giving them the pin to your life, right? So why do you wear Yeezys? Do you wear them because you genuinely like them or because everyone else does, right? And it's only when you have the audacity to say, I'm going to do this because I want to, that you can really start leaving. So let me let me touch on that. So my whole attitude about, and like this was funny because like before I went to Japan, mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about not going. Yeah. When I when my friends wanted me to go to Japan, mm-hmm. and it was my friend's fiance that told me 
And she kept it real. Oh, you good, brother. And she was like, man, Mark, money comes and goes. When, you know, this is like once in a lifetime. When are you ever going to go to Japan again? Mm-hmm. I said, fuck it. You're right. Yeah. I bought a ticket. We going. And now look where we're at. Coronavirus. If I would have, if I would have missed that yeah, trip and thinking, yeah, I would have been upset. So my whole, pers- my whole like perspective on life when it comes to stuff like that is just like, just do it. Yeah. Money is always going to be here. You can always get it back later. You might struggle for the next couple of weeks, months even, or that year. But at least you lived a really good time yeah. and have memories for that. Can you pass me the uh, the brandy? And I also got to be careful because what we were talking about earlier about like the whole stunning mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person that likes to brag or like talk mm-hmm. about, like, oh, I do this and this yeah. and that. Um, I'm, I'm always like to myself and I keep myself, I, I keep quiet, you know? Here's my thing. So when I like, when I look at your Instagram or like I'm scrolling through and I see you're in somewhere different, I look at that and I go, He's not there to flex. He's there because he genuinely yeah, wanted to be there. Yeah, right. Because, like, niggas ain't going to nowhere on their own. <laughs> no. Okay. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I got to be careful just because, like, I sometimes feel like, am I flexing? Am I, no. You know, because, like, I don't want to, like, be that person where it's, like, I'm bragging. And, Especially like, like, Instagram. Instagram is weird, right? Because yeah. it sells this facade of constant happiness, right? So you're feeling like shit. You go on Instagram. Everyone's happy. Everybody's oh, I'm in happy. Cuba. Oh, I'm on the beach. I'm, like, and everyone's smiling. And you're, like, what's wrong with me? Like, that's not it. Like. Mm. That's like that's one of the big like so when I was in Cali I made it a I made it a point that I wasn't gonna take any pictures for social media I'm not putting any stories up because in reality this is for me mm-hmm. right because I went out there for my brother's birthday and I want to spend time with my nephews and whatever I do you know that's that, for me that's your business that's for me now if I want to tell you about it I'll tell you yeah. but like I don't want to get on here and just start like oh yeah look at me I got this that and the other like nah right so like them eight pictures I got on Instagram like that's what I wanted you to see other than that like. That was my trip, right? Yeah. And what's like what's saddest of all is like you find the people who like take a hell of a lot of pictures right. and then they just like post over a month and pretend like they're still there. It's like it's okay to like not constantly be flexing or not constantly be doing something or not constantly be up Life isn't always a party or it's a not. trip. Like Well, I don't always like to post things while I'm actually on it mm-hmm. just because I don't want people to know that I'm gone. That's a whole other that, conversation. But there are people who constantly are constantly taking pictures, mm-hmm. posting them up back to back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. They're always somewhere. They're outside the country. They're mm-hmm. doing this. When do you work? That, that'd be my question. I'm like, I'll be seeing a shorty traveling, having fun, partying. You got the OnlyFans, bro. As long as you got a webcam, Man, you're good. There you go. She probably got other Well, she got that sugar daddy. She probably got other avenues that she don't promote. Who, you who knows, know man? Maybe she got her LLCs she together. She, she got, got like a little sugar daddy. You don't know, or man. She got, or she got a dude's but binary ticket. You, you got yeah. those people who flex it like that and broke as hell. Bro, yeah. I met girls that be like flying all over the place because they got niggas buying them plane tickets to see. Yeah, them. you know? And it's true. And, 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 and then they think that we should all be like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to just <laughs> be dropping money. Just Yo, buying you know what's funny? all the time. You know what's funny? When you see a person that you know on Vice for being a sugar baby. Don't no names, <laughs> bro. I was watching Vice, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had a, a segment on Sugar Baby. Mm-hmm. Number one, I did not know Sugar Mamas or Sugar Parents That's and Sugar real. Babies is is on an up and up now. Like, oh yeah, it's on like oh yeah. We knew it was a thing, yeah, yeah. but it was always on the download. But you never knew it was that organized. But it, you didn't know it was and that widespread. Organized. Exactly, and I'm sitting here like. <laughs> Yo, you 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 just looking at your phone two in the morning. You know, Vice always got some good shit. Always got some shit. You 
like, is this? Is that old girl? You got to call your homies. Bro, you got to call back, your homies. Back in New York. Send them the link. <laughs> send them the link. I'm like, hey, hey yo, bro. That, uh, that old shorty? That's old shorty? And then, oh, yeah, we saw that about two, three months oh, back. Oh, dog. You ain't see that yet? You're like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bro, yeah. <laughs> that shit's crazy, man. Shit's real crazy. Dude, yeah. A lot of girl. Man, this is. Here's the thing. I think we live, we have to be living in quite possibly the most interesting time ever in humanity. Or, this is just a redo of something that happened in the past life. But here's the thing. So, humans are doomed to repeat because we're, 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 we're creatures of patterns, right? Uh, pattern, correct. Right? And, and the funny thing is, is, is this a repeat? Oh, yeah. Is all this a repeat? 100%. <laughs> you know? Here's the thing. We repeat things. We just have cooler shit, right? True that. So, like, we're basically living like the ancient Romans did. So, Roman society was pretty um, applicable, like, or um, comparable to American society, or like society now, mm. right? So, back then, they had the Colosseum where guys killed each other. True that. Well, now we just watch football, right? <laughs> right. Or MMA. They had, MM, they had plumbing. They had bathhouses. They had all this shit, right? And I think it's interesting that we, we were talking earlier about legacies, right? About how, like, your favorite artist might get me too, now you don't know how to feel about it, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a real mind fuck. All those famous philosophers who, like, made these, had these Bro. great ideas, most of them pedophiles. Pedophiles, oh, sure. fuck. They got Super little pedophiles. boys on their dicks. So in Af- but it was a norm back then, though. No, here's the thing. No, it wasn't a norm. Oh, it was. It was. No, in Athens, it was societally acceptable that, like, as a dude... Like in your like in like in your twenties or whatever, like oh yeah, maybe you fucked a seven year old and then like you wouldn't got a real wife. I just thought it was just you wouldn't get like penalized for stuff. No, you like didn't. That. No, yeah, but but, I, but I don't think but I don't think it was a norm. I oh, think it was like, a, it was I think if like if people found out about it and especially if it was like related Whoa. to them, they would like oh, they, the thing, no, they would try boys. to kill you. So that's the thing, like a lot of the students, it was just like a norm, like, oh, he teaches us stuff and we suck his dick later. Like oh, that wow. it was yeah, dude. It was yeah, fucking widespread. Happen. Like that was just how you lived, or, right? Even even if you had like a teenage slave, you know? That, oh yeah. That Because here's the like here's even yeah, the thing about that, right? So, like, why I say this is the most amazing time is, like, think about an idea like slavery. For the first time, like, the history of the world, we're going, you probably shouldn't own somebody. <laughs> True that. Like, that's just been, I like... I think that is, like, the first time. Like, for, like, for the first time, it's just, like, because slavery still happens, but, like, the mo- majority of the countries are like, that's, we, that's, that's stupid, wrong. right? <laughs> for, the, like, for, the, like, for the first time in history, right, um, especially in America, like, kids are protected, right? Mm-hmm. So the turn of the century... You know, Jimmy just turned six. We got to make that rent. You got to go make shoes. Fuck school. You, you, you right? got to work in those factories. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, we have these moments of evolution to where, like, now we protect kids. And, like, maybe you should learn. Maybe we should. What do we feed you? Like, so, like, all these things are coming together. And, like. You deserve to be protected. Yeah. Or, like, even marriage, which I think is weird, right? So, yeah. like, historically speaking, marriage was never really about love. Right. Even it's if you look at the, it was like a business, or just like a, a status or, thing. Yeah, a way or to join like two a families. peace treaty. <laughs> exactly. Right, exactly. So think about like um, David in the Bible, right? Uh-huh. My man David, um, King of Kings. King of Kings. Motherfucker had like six hundred wives. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Have you ever wives. wondered how um, Bathsheba looked like? She oh, was bad bro. and melanin, bro. So have have you ever wondered, like, if you could, like, just here's my thing. See how she would look like. So, uh, bro, or Eve. Alright, so here's my thing right, about here's my thing about Eve. I just I, I just I just want to. I feel like Eve is like super tall. So here's my her hands thing. are bigger than ours. Here's like, my thing. I feel like Eve, right? She was bad, right? But here's the thing too. There was no other woman to compare her to. True. 
right? So I was talking, I remember I was dating this girl, and she was like, um, Adam and Eve is the greatest love story. Because when Eve was being kicked out, Adam was with her because he loved her. And I was like, bullshit. He didn't have options. There was no Instagram. Right. Right? Um, But no. So, like, back then. So, David had 700 wives, like a 1,000 concubines, which is basically just like whores. Right? To where now we've gone, you just need one. You just need one. You just need one. Unless you're in Utah. And you know what's crazy? Well, you know. He killed the homie. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) He killed the homie. Here's the thing, though. Like, at that point, you just got to bring him over. Like, look, you were gone. But, I came out my roof. I mean, it was I hot and heavy. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that was, like, God's plan, though. No, it obviously uh, was. Like, God, like, just like because, because of him doing that, mm-hmm. look what it led him to do other things, too. You know what I'm saying? Well, because ultimately, of us and all that. ultimately, the story of David is a story of abdication and responsibility. Mm-hmm. When you are not working towards what you're supposed to be, you get caught up in fuck shit. Of course. And you all instead of owning up to the fuck shit too, he kept trying to bury it, kept trying to bury it, kept trying to bury it. And you can't bury something like that, bro. It's tremendous. And so many of us try Set to do the that. man out to die and just to take his wife? Bro, just like <laughs> just be what? Real, just be real like, look, the bitch is bad, here's like some money. <laughs> Yo, bro, like look, I'm yeah, about man. to send you out to war, bro. Like in hot zone Afghanistan, bro. Yeah, that was that was a I still think that's one of the craziest stories in the Bible still. Uh-huh. That was that was something that I can never forgive myself. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I can ever forgive myself for getting somebody else killed because I got his girl pregnant. You know, you know what the bitch of the story is? So God allowed for the child to die. Yeah. And he, like, David was like, and do whatever David, you want to do to me. Yeah, because, like, God was letting him know that there's going to be consequences. There are consequences. Mm-hmm. And he let the kid die. He repented. Mm-hmm. He purified himself, sanctified himself, rectified himself. But not just that. His son got to fuck all his wives. Yo, that's, crazy. that's in the Bible. That's the shit they don't. Here's the thing: if they actually made the Bible into a movie, it'd be more like Game of Thrones. It would be like, like anything else. It would be like Game of but Thrones. Like, but yo, that's a really great comparison too. It right? would be like but my nigga, like if you're talking like the story of like Noah and stuff, bro, and the things that went in there, that would yeah. be Game of Thrones all over. Hundred percent. Or like Solomon. Because like my yeah. man David became the king because he killed a fucking giant, bro. What? Bro, what? How, bro? Like, but it wouldn't be, sword, a, it wouldn't be enough action. You know, you would have of to like, you would. have to add a lot. No, you had to add a lot. Dude, just think of like, so think about David's life, right? As a kid, he's washing some sheep. Got to murk. Got to kill a bear, right? Yep. All right, wakes up Wednesday, fucking lion. Got to murk this nigga. I know, but they can't. They can't do like the scene of like you know Leonardo DiCaprio and his fight scene against the bear nah, you can't I, do that with David nah, that it, has to, it has to be like that a one hitter quitter you know with Bro, David yeah. the bear. David just throws a little rock bear uh-huh. done out cold same with the lion <laughs> like man that's like a three second fight how can we make it more dramatic? We Bro, gotta make yeah, him drop his rocks. To a giant forehead, you know? he's down Bro, we can just get Zack Snyder in here. We'll slow it down. We'll I know. Throw, fucking throw some he will make him like back. trip, drop his rocks, and the lion. Be an explosion in there, bro. It'd be tremendous. <laughs> Explosion. Explosions. <laughs> gotta have those times. Fuck it. Who cares? Were you there? You wouldn't know. Shit, wouldn't know for real. Yo, um, I remember I was listening to a podcast that you were in, and you said that your favorite movie was Foxy Brown. Yes. You know, that's, I remember always seeing scenes of that movie of, of her slapping people all, around, all Bro, the time. let me tell you something. Like that, when I tell you I love strong women, like, bruh, that's why I had it, bruh. Let me tell you something. Like, early on, um, so, little backstory. So, when I was growing up in Kansas, right? Kansas. I didn't know that, I didn't, I had no clue about, like, my Caribbean heritage, right? So, I didn't know, like, my family was from Trinidad until I was, like, 12. And you know what I told my mom? I was like, ah, damn, can we just be Jamaican? Because at least I know where that's at, right? Like, I had no I had no concept of it, right? But, like, 
I was always around like tremendously strong women. Like my mom's from New York. She's from Trinidad, right? So she's like, she's very nice. She's subtle. When she pop you, you're just like, oh, what the fuck, right? And then I had six aunts, bro, raise the fuck out of me, bro. They used to slap me and shit. And I appreciate that, bro. So like, when I saw Foxy Brown, bro, this is a bitch who don't take shit off of nobody, bro. She ain't waiting for nobody. She's getting to the bottom of it, and her titties is always popping. That's one thing about Pam. I always used to wonder, like, what that movie was. I used to see those scenes of just her slapping girls around, and I'm like, bro, because like, what it is 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 like a it's 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 the I like it, it basically. So it's a revolutionary movie because at the time you have black exploitation movies popping off, which is basically like the idea that we can have all black casts and tell black stories, right? So a lot of them were set in the hoods, and they defied the normal convention of all black people are drug dealers. So in a lot of the movies, it would be like a black person who lives in the hood, and like, I'm sick of this nigga down the corner selling crack. I'm going to go fuck his shit up because she killed my brother, right? Yep. And like the twists and the turns, the things that they put these characters, like the, especially like Foxy, bro, they put her through a lot of fucked up shit, right? And she's constantly overcoming, doesn't give a fuck. She's going to get her revenge. And by the end of it, she's like, I need that bitch's number. I need her number. I need her number. I got to watch that movie. It's tremendous. I've never seen it. It's that, and then there's Coffee, bro. Then there's like Dolomite, like, bro. Dolomite. You know, that's on my list to watch, Dolomite. Here's my thing, man. Like, in one of the things, like, I've, I, I absolutely love being black, right? And one of, the, one of the things I love most about it is like there's this constant sense of um, urgency and overcoming, right? Because everything that we have in this country, we've had to earn, right? Mm -hmm. So like when you think about things like voting, right? I think it's extremely important because they used to hang people from trees for just thinking about it. Or the idea of reading or going to school, right? So like there are days when I wake up and I don't feel like doing anything, but I'm like, bruh. Too many people have sacrificed too much for me to not do anything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's this constant, there's this, this is a constant motivation, bro. Because, especially in industries, like, when you get out of Atlanta, right? And you're the only black guy in a room. That's the thing about being, like, black, right? Because you can't change your skin. Because you can't change where you're from. You can't change your appearance. You, by default, become a representation for Everybody. 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 Like they right. ask you all the questions. Exactly, they come up and they're like, "So, uh, why do black people uh, eat um, <clears throat> grits? What's what's?" I, I, I've been through that because I went to a predominantly all white school, and, like mm -hmm. in so, high school and stuff. So I've been through that so many times. So you know what's funny, right? It's like we have so many subsections of black, right? Just like that's the reality of it too. Just like how you were saying, like you know, you were getting accustomed to your West Indian roots, mm -hmm. that you were Trinidadian, and you want to be Jamaican, it's the same way, like, yeah. with all um, Caribbean Americans, like, yeah. you know, you, with Mahali, you know all about the Zoe life, bro. Yeah. And so... I didn't know y'all had beef with the Jamaicans, that shit blew me. Bro, look. Big I, beef. <laughs> I don't believe in the beef, that's some 90 shit, that's some old head bro, shit. Bro, it is. It's some old, that's old head old shit. Old head. You know, like, that ain't got shit to do with me. Bro, because <laughs> I remember I was talking, <laughs> bruh, so I was talking to this old ass Jamaican lady back in Kansas, she grows up watermelons and shit, she's tremendous, she's like, well, where your girlfriend from? I'm like, she's from Florida, but she's Haitian, she goes, oh, man. You know, bro. Same, I got nothing else to say. You know, same, like, she goes, "Oh, black nice. Because <laughs> when I was dating Chevelle, you remember Chevelle? Oh yeah. When I was dating Chevelle, bro, my very nice mom, girl. You know, Chevelle's the sweetest girl. Tremendous, you ever meet. tremendous nice girl. Oh, she's Jamaican. Oh, oh, oh. My, my mom. Yo, the second I told her, oh, she, she in her little Haitian accent. 
Oh, she 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 did it again. Oh, oh. They 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 told people. They told people. They told people. They told people. I'm like, mom, she's nice. She goes to church. She's like, yeah. She, bro, she's holier than holy, bro. You, you feel me? She keep me out of trouble, dog. <laughs> you know, buddy. Bro, like that's one thing I've I've like like so going to an HBCU, bro. Honestly, like there were things I hated about Oakwood, but like just black people from everywhere, right? Everywhere. So in America, we have this idea of like black people being um a, a universal group of people, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. You got like, so look. <laughs> you got like New York black people. You got Southern black people. You got Cali black people. Then you have Midwest black people. I was thrown. By bro, you got Texas was... black people. Then within that, you have your subsets. You have Jamaicans. You have Haitians. You have Puerto Ricans. Hey, you Midwest have Dominicans, right? Adult, though, man. We, we but here's, can, like, here's the real shit, too. So, like, I remember I was talking to my boy from Jamaica, and he's like, bro, what was wild was I was Jamaican until I got to America, then I became black. <laughs> Yo, that be the crazy. My cousins tell me the same thing. They're like, "Yo, back in Haiti, we Haitian. Mm-hmm. Like, we all the same." You know, they see like a couple tourists from America, but yeah, they, they're they're like a fucking fairy and shit. They, <laughs> they come every once in a while. Mm-hmm. They come to America. They're not Haitian. They're not Caribbean. They black, bro. And then like we have like you, bro. Like you have direct roots to like the motherland, bro. Ethiopia, like straight up. Right? Everybody thinks I'm Caribbean though. That's like everyone thinks I'm like. It's because you hang out with too many Caribbeans, bro. Probably, bro. Because like when I was at Oakwood, I hung out with exclusively people from like Atlanta, right? So everyone's like, "Oh, you from Atlanta? Like, where you from? Kansas? Ain't no way, ain't no way." <laughs> Start talking like them too? No, nah, bro, never, no. never. They just like all my friends are from Atlanta. And you know, like, my cousin told me because I've been living here for like five years now. He mm-hmm. says I talk like Atlanta people now. It's fun, and I'm just like, like I don't even know. I talk from time like, to time. I throw that accent oh, on. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know what the accent. I mean, I can hear it when. The bro, so I be, I be in the. They drive, talk so fast. I be in the drive through the cook. Let me tell. Let me holler at your shoulder real quick. Let me tell you something. Like that. <laughs> no, I need to get on that. Uh, funny when that I go old... back to New York, man. Like they, I be like, yo, son, what's good? Like we out here, dog. Like what's happening? I'm like, what? Wait, what's what's what? Where you from? Well, what? You like you a mix of New Jersey and then all of a sudden you just went Georgia with it. Yo, what part of uh, what part of New York are people from? Um, so I got family from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but like I was raised in um, Irvington, New Jersey. So I like mm. I just do New York because like, you know, like mm, yeah, from Jersey. That's the thing about New York City, right? So that's like one of the, like one of the coolest things about growing up in the Midwest is you don't have like any like thing to live up to. Like if you from New York. <laughs> Hey, yo, dog, my Tims, they my sleep Kendall, with me. My this, fitted cap? This fitted cap in the shower with me. This tech, it ain't coming off. Egg and cheese on a roll every morning, son. A hero. Bro, right? So you have, like, this sort of, like, thing you have to live up to. And, you know, especially in Oakwood, people lean into that yeah. and they figure out who they go. From the Midwest, I'm just like, yo, I'm from Kansas. What the fuck y'all want? Right? If you're from California, it's like, I like In-N-Out. The air would be better. Like, the California people are the, are the greatest, right? I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I always talked about we had good barbecue. I'm like, Kansas City, here's the thing, like, barbecue. So, like, what's cool about you is you're from Kansas City, Missouri. So, you yeah, have, like, that, like, bro, we cook barbecue. We got the Chiefs, you know. We got the Royals, yeah, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So, you we have, got, like, we got a little bit of something to, like, So, like, but no, you have, like, that culture, about, like, you lean up on. So, like, bro, even when I plug the Kansas City, like, from Kansas City, like, nah, I'm from, <clears throat> I'm from Wichita. It's right, like, every, time, every time I say Kansas City, everyone's like, oh, Kansas. Like, yeah, damn. like Trump made that mistake too when he was Look, like, Congratulations on the My little brother was stationed on Fort Leavenworth. Uh-huh. Now, now, mind you, bro, I was confused as hell. 
Because I'm in fucking Kansas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. <laughs> and they like, yeah, it's over there by the Missouri side. I'm Bruh. like, nigga, what? Bruh. <laughs> what? Tell thing about Kansas, bro. One of the things I, I, I can say about growing up in the Midwest um, is there's this strong emphasis on, like, hard work, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, um, in, the, in the turn of the century up until the 1930s. of America. Yeah, when you had, like, this this great migration out of the South. Like, black people are just like, fuck it. We can't deal with Jim Crow. So they go to Chicago. They go to Kansas. They go to California. They go to New York, right? And, like, the people there are still kind of racist. Don't want to live next door to you, right? Yeah. Right? But there's also this heavy emphasis on hard work doing your job and like not being fancy about Pull it. yourself by your bootstraps. Well, here's the kind of sort of, but there's also like this tremendous community aspect about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is like one of the things like I worry about like going forward. Right. Cause I feel like that's kind of like lost. Mm-hmm. Like no more do you have like, so I don't know how it is for y'all growing up. Right. I couldn't go nowhere in the city. They'd be like, you birthed this, you birthed this grandchild, ain't you? Right. Like, there's no real sense of that community where your grandma knows everybody, and if they don't know them, they know everybody. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of this thing of we keeping each other in check. It kind of feels like nah. because we're more spread out and then because of factors like gentrification, mm-hmm. right, um, you really don't have that anymore. And it, it seems like more and more, like, there's still these loopholes for kids to fall through. That was sad. I didn't mean to bring Bro, that up. Bro, like, <laughs> honestly. Speaking of sad, we need to have a sad conversation. Oh, fuck. Oh, what is damn. it? Let's... So, RIP to... um. Chadwick Boseman, bro. Let me take a drink to that. Yeah, pour yourself some. We need to um actually talk about this because I was depressed and sad. All Here, no, here's my thing, bro. Let's let's take a toast to this. I should have buy this. That's just good. I picked <laughs> that up I in mean, Florida. I'm about to let finish let this. Let me finish it, bro. Have a taste. It's good. It is good. Let me see what this is for all the people out there. This is Stone's Original Ginger. It is a ginger wine and it's tremendous. It Hopefully is amazing. I picked that up in Florida, bro, at the World Market. Anyway, all right, so rest in peace, of Chadwick. Man, if everything he's done, great inspiration, inspiration, mm. whatever. Bro, let me tell you something, bro. He had cancer for four years. Crazy. In those four years, <laughs> just look at his body of work. Body of work. That's that's one of those things I'm talking about where you can't Five give an excuse. Bloods, Twenty-one bridges, Black Panther, Endgame, Endgame, Infinity War, Infinity War. Um, uh, Thurgood, Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. Marshall. What else? Uh, he did. Um, Here's well, the. No, here's the. Forty two came out two thousand five. No, it did. But here's the. Or no, two thousand fifteen. That's so about not six movies right there. So not only is he in movies, because when you do a movie, then you have to do press for it. My man's doing press, knocking that shit out, getting other roles, bro. And my man knows he's got fucking cancer, but you know what? I don't fuck give it. a fuck. I, and here's the thing, kept it to himself. If I die, I die. If I don't, I don't. But here's the thing: the way he left, it's tragic. But at the same time, bro, I was unbelievably motivated, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was too. I was sad. I was hurt. It, no, it, it hurt. Like it, Cause I just, it was so that sudden. man. That man was such. He was more of a hero than like. Yeah. Outside of his work. That man like got to that. be Black History Month. He got to be he, Thurgood Marshall. He got to be uh, Jackie, Jackie Robinson. Robinson. James Brown. Got to, James got to be James Brown. Great. Got to be the Black Panther. Great. Good hair. Great Bruh. movie, by the way. Tremendous has, movie. If, to be honest with you, out of all the historical movies of somebody like portraying somebody, I think him and, portraying. Him and Jamie Foxx are like Jamie neck Fox is and good. neck. They're yeah. neck and not. Bro. Have you seen Get On Up? I have. Bro, here's the, the thing. The way he moved. I watched, the way he talked. I watched Get On Up and I watched Ray. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> I give it to him. Like, I can't, don't, you can't make no, me choose. No, but you can't sleep on Jamie though, bro. 
Bro, here's no, the, Jamie is a fantastic actor. I just think out of their two roles, performances, yeah. their performances, I feel like no. he, I feel like Chadwick had more to um, put up with here's the thing, for I, his role to imitate James Brown. Here's the thing, James Brown, James Brown's a nigga, boy. Yo, he was But he had this bro, that first giant persona. Yeah. And it came through, bro. Ray, it came on the other hand, he was a blind dude who had fingers. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. he could finger fuck Eve till she comes ten times. But not bro. even that. It was, like, it was his struggles and it was like the whole dedication to the, sh- and then the whole drug thing too. Yo, so yo, he, um, but like, yeah, Chadwick, dog. He's, he's the great. He reminded me, drug. so I had my cousin, um, there's my cousin in Brooklyn, right? Um, dude. So, I was, I was incredibly blessed in my life. Like, I wasn't like rich, but like, I had a dad and I had positive male role models outside of that, right? Hey, Amen. So my cousin Dexter was one of those guys, bro. He was one of the first dudes to like, like, teach me the value because he was in Brooklyn and he owned apartments there, right? So he would give us a summer job, right? We come in, he'd be like, "Yo, you see that wall? Get rid of it." I'm like, nigga, for real? You seen them hammers? Fucking do that shit, right? And like, he would say like off the cuff shit your dad would never say, right? Like, he yo, facts. bro. So he like, like literally, he'd be driving down the street like catcalling and shit. Hey, yo, ma. Yo, no fracks, right? Yo, ma. But we're driving. So he would do that, then he turned to us and be like, Let me tell you something. Pussy ain't as good as money. And I'm like, What, nigga? What are you talking about? Then he'd be like, But like, the shit he was talking about, like, he put a high emphasis on being educated and a high emphasis on like. Oh, yeah, you'll get that for real. No, yeah, but like also carrying yourself. He hated do racks, like wear a hat. He was like, What's more efficient, eating out or cooking for yourself? Like shit like that, bro. Um, And then he got cancer, right? And then he beat it. But then the second time he got it, he got it everywhere because of, so like when you get cancer and then you get chemo, you run the risk of either the cancer coming back because it's cancer or the chemo giving it to you. So when it came back, it came over everywhere. And I remember calling him, bro. I'll never forget this shit. I remember calling him. The Chiefs are playing the Jets. My brother's there. My mom's there. I couldn't go. I'm devastated, right? My man's got cancer and he knows he's going to die, right? Like for us in this room, I don't even think you can comprehend that to know, right, that there's no point in planning for next year. It's literally coming. And I think he's going to be like, oh, it, woe is me. He gets on the phone. Bruh, what do you need? You want books? You want to learn about real estate? What's what's going on? What are you studying? How are you grades? da 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 Right? It's this whole motivational thing. And I'm like, bro, I'm sad because old girl won't text me back. My man knows he's got cancer. He's going to die. And like he's, he's talking like he normally is. He's like, because he's trying to push the next generation forward, yeah, you bro. you got to get back to work. Bro, so like straight. that kind of shit right there, like like I said, man, that's incredible. Like that was one of the biggest things that impressed upon me, bro, because you can't stop. Because the reality of it is this too, right? Anytime you wake up, you got air in your lungs, you wake up with a functional mind, your arms work, whatever, you've been granted a gift, and that gift is time. Time is the most valuable resource valuable. on the planet. You can't buy back time. If you Trump can't buy back twenty years. No. No matter how much money you have, you can't buy back. Jeff Bezos can't buy time back, right? You can't buy a second back. You can't buy one second back, right? It only goes forward. Exactly. So the reality of it is this. Every day you wake up, what are you doing with that? What's your purpose? Right? And my thing is, like, I believe that you should live and you should move with a sense of purpose. Even if you don't know where you're going, right? That was Chadwick's model. Bro. Not even Chadwick, but think about Kobe's, right? Where was Kobe going? Kobe wasn't caught in some car with some random girl. He was taking his daughter to her basketball game. That shit crazy. Bro, so even if you're not Kobe, even if you're not Chadwick. Just do better. 
What are you doing with your kids? What are you doing with your mom? Did you call your mom and say you love her? What are you doing with your girlfriend? What are you doing with your spouse? What are you doing with your boys, bro? Like, live every day as if it's your last, bro. Because you, like, the reality of it is because. You can go at any time. At any time. That's any why, time. that's why I try, that's why, that's why I move the way I move, you know. That's why I do the things I do with you because I look at it as like, you have to have that purpose. You gotta, yeah. you gotta use your time wisely. Because I see so many people wasting, like, all those niggas that are still at Oakwood and they graduated. Mm-hmm. Still living and in the And they just live in there. Bruh. And just, they're just being, con- uh, they're being um, complacent. Yeah. That's, um, you know, they're wasting time. Yeah. They could be doing so much more, but they're, yeah. they're just comfortable and happy with it. And maybe it's a fear. And I ain't going to lie. Huntsville will trap you. Huntsville will really trap How? You. Like, not for nothing. Huntsville is very easy. Huntsville has e- everything. It's so easy. It has almost easy. everything you Rent need. It's cheap. I get it. It's cheap. It's, but here's the thing. So, the, like, Huntsville is, is a lot like Wichita, right? So, Wichita became famous because we built airplanes. Uh, so, Huntsville and Wichita are similar in that fashion. They just got a big ass rocket in the middle of it. But the reality of it is, too, like, and I think it also comes down to perspective, right? So, you're people from Haiti. Yep. You ever been? Yeah. I, okay. I was just there for the first time. You're yeah. people from Ethiopia, right? Mm-hmm. You ever been? Yeah. Here's the reality I've been to Trinidad. So, all of us know for a fact the world is bigger. Way bigger. And you know how to get back there. And you also have context there that, like, when you show up, you can be like, oh, whatever, whatever. Enough, hey, enough bro, if you, you ever go to Africa, one thing I would tell you that blew my mind about Africa, it is so vast. Yeah. It is huge. It is huge. Here's the thing. Do it in my like, you think that wherever you're at mm-hmm. is like, Oh man, I can get lost here. Da, da, da. Imagine no. if you just got dropped off in the middle of nowhere in Africa. Bruh. It's and it's beautiful too. Like don't get me wrong, but, but it's, it's huge. So so when I think about like taking like people from the mm-hmm. from that land and putting them in these small or putting in them ships and mm-hmm. stuff like that's bro, that'll drive somebody crazy. It is, bro. But like here's the thing: like we all in this room realize that the world is bigger. You know, you have contacts, right? So you kind of your way of thinking changes, right? So the, the thing about Americans is. You can always spot an American no matter where you are in the world. Oh, yeah. Only the American who get on a plane, fly 15 hours to the east, land in Shanghai, get off. You guys look funny. You guys talk funny. You guys drive on the wrong side of the road. Your guys' language sounds different. Your food tastes different. (laughs) You guys are the weirdo. No, Bob. You're the fucking weirdo. All five billion of us here got it figured out. (laughs) This is our home. Bro, yeah. You're visiting. But I think that's like that's like traveling to me is one of the most like important things to do, right? Facts. Because like travel outside, outside of America, you should, outside of man. America, right? Like it's, it's such and a, not Canada, not Mexico. Oh no! Here's Canada. the you got you got you got to have steps, right? So like yeah, if you go to Mexico, like you know, do you think Canada's nice? Like, but like I think like that's incredibly important to like visit places and understand that like there's a completely different set of people who live like a completely different set of rules, and they kind of have the same values. You they just want to get home, fuck their wife. You know, call it a day. talk to their kids and then go to sleep, right? Because at the end of the day, that's all you really want to do. Mm-hmm. That's all you really want to do. You want to wake up, you want to do your job, you want to stay out of trouble, you know, but I give I, somebody a stabbing with consent and then go it, to sleep. It, it, it'd be the fact that you, when you feel entitled outside of your own country, like when you go to another country and you feel entitled or mm-hmm. you feel like your way of life is correct, then, you know, I, I've come to show you what civilization looks like. Yeah, that's how you get a bullet in your head, bro. Bro, <laughs> these and countries ain't fucking with Americans like that. And here's the thing, like, especially like, so I went, to, I've been to Trinidad twice. I haven't been back since I was 15, right? And like, going there was like a complete mindfuck because my dad's people's from Louisiana, right? So you go to Louisiana, you gotta get a feel for what that is. But going to Trinidad is like complete culture shock, right? <laughs> but it felt, it felt right, right? <laughs> like you're there, 
And it's like, yo, this shit fucking. Like, I know this. Like, yeah. That's exactly how I felt when I landed in Ethiopia for Same the first time. I was yeah. like, I was like, man, I feel like I I've been this. here before. Yeah. And like all the things my dad used to tell me about, like I see it right over Growing there. Up, you know, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. like I see the good that you're talking about, my friend, because yeah. I <laughs> the street. I need to eat it. I'm wrong. <laughs> you want to hear something fucked up? So I met Mahalia's dad for the first time. <laughs> Right, like we've been dating for five years, right? And I ain't never met this man. First thing he goes, Devolier, you look like a baby Devolier. I'm like, damn, I gotta be the fucking dictator. Oh, the dictator! I was like, damn, son, I gotta yeah. be. Uh, and he goes, yeah. and he ta- like the whole thing taps like, look, look at him, he looks like the baby. And then start playing the Crayola. Here's the thing, I've ca- I kind of know what they're going with. I've been with Mahalia long enough that I get the gist, and I'm like, he's talking shit. He's talking shit, ain't he, bro? <laughs> but he's like the baby Devolier, you know. Baby face. <laughs> bro, I was like, I gotta grow some facial hair, dog. You do got baby dictator face, bro. ever. Bro, fucking shit. You do got baby face. Nigga killed his own people. <laughs> bro, crazy. Like, Haiti, bro, the history of Haiti is fucking... It's fucking weird. bananas, bro. So here's the thing. Haiti is the first island to look around and go, you know what? We sick of these white people, and y'all started killing motherfuckers. <laughs> Yo, facts. Right? And so the French left, right? But they couldn't leave with dignity. So they go to America, and they go... You owe us. Make them... make. Excuse me, seafood player. You come to them and you, you <laughs> exactly. we'll give you the red wine and the macaroni and cheese. And we give you the and Louisiana purchase as well. We should, we should give you Louisiana. We'll give you the Eiffel Tower. I'll just go over there and make them pay. So, like, when you look at something like Haiti, bro, because me and my girlfriend, we have long conversations about this. So, before COVID, I wanted to go to, I'd never been to Haiti and I, she's never been to Trinidad. So, I was like, that exchange of culture. Because, like, when I would talk to, like, older Caribbean people, like, there was also, like, this weird stigma against Haitians, right? So it wasn't just, oh, like, yeah. so Jamaicans and Haitians had their beef. Mm-mm. But see, here's the thing. Every island has a little beef with somebody, right? No. So even when I would tell my parents, like, I would tell my mom, like, she's Haitian. She goes, oh, can we, you, know, <clears throat> you want to meet? <laughs> here's, here's, so here's, here's my understanding of it, right? Like, yeah. Out of all the islands, um, when you're the first to do it right. Uh-huh. In the beginning, mm-hmm. not saying that we're doing it right right now. Yeah, but when you're the first to do it right, yeah, they're gonna hate. They're gonna, hate. and it's not like on no kage shit because I'm mm-hmm. Haitian. Yeah, but it's because seriously, like, what group of people, number one, mm-hmm. accepts their African traditions mm-hmm. to a point where they had to do a grand ceremony mm. the day before January first, eighteen o four. I'm talking about voodoo level shit. Like, <laughs> we, we over here, no, bro, we over here, like, yo, we are Christians. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I think it is? Voodoo is is he, my friend. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. You got, okay. So when it comes to the Caribbean, I say it like this Jamaicans and Puerto Ricans are the Texans of the Caribbean. The Texans? The Texans. Like the Lone Ranger type shit? No, no hear me out. Anyone you've ever met from Texas, you have never had to ask them they were from Texas. They either had the flag, the flag was somewhere on their body, they told you, or they were wearing Texas paraphernalia. You never had to ask. Cowboys or the Texans. Exactly. You never had to ask. Jamaicans, Puerto Ricans, same way. Yeah, automatically know if they Jamaican. Bro, Jamaicans will have the flag somewhere on their body, somewhere somewhere on their car, somewhere on their house. Same with Puerto Ricans. Bro, you've never had to ask a Puerto Rican if they were Puerto Rican. And if you and if you say otherwise, they'll fucking. Get here's you. the thing. There's also like this extreme pride from the. So the thing about Jamaica too is like I get it, right? Like you put out tremendous athletes. You put out do, like they're putting beautiful out beautiful music. You know, beautiful music. 
You know, you're putting out doctors, lawyers, famous people, right? You're putting them out. Say in Puerto Rico, right? You're putting out like like Lin Manuel Miranda. Holy fucking shit, Hamilton. I don't like musicals, but like you're putting out geniuses, right? So yeah. I, I definitely get that pride, bro. But at the same time, like other people do stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> We're, you know, <laughs> we do stuff over here too. Yeah. Bro. But yeah, but that's the thing. Like, so we all have that perspective outside of the country, bro. And like, that's kind of one thing that like has kind of worried me about like the new. So Black Lives Matter has kind of taken a change, right? Yeah, 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 so yeah, now yeah. it's become more commercialized, right? So commercialized. we're seeing it in ads or on jerseys, which on one hand is cool because we're getting exposure, but on another hand, I often wonder like, are these companies doing it because they generally agree with the message or for clout? It's more for clout, bro. It's both, but. How do you feel about Black Lives Matter? I hear so many different things. So here's my thing. Ever so ever since the beginning of it, right, I think black people kind of understood what it was, right? Because even in the name, Black Lives Never Matter, we're not saying we're more important. We're not saying we want dominion. We want supremacy. We want any of that. We just don't want to get shot. <laughs> we don't want to get killed, bro. Right? I, thought, I mean, I look at it as like just bringing awareness to racism and police right? brutality. Um, but, like, the reality right. of it is, too, so racism is weird, right? It'd be like if, like, let's say your girl came to you, right? And she tried to explain to you what it was like to be a woman. She gives you books, you watch movies, you go to seminars. But you never completely understand no matter how it what, is to be a woman. All you can do is have a really good idea. Yeah. That's it. Right? But until you experience it, then you'll get it. So racism is something that has to be experienced, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, America is a country that was built upon exclusion. So now that we're coming to a point where, like, they're predicting by, like, 2050, there's going to be more you know, mixed colored people, people then there are going to be white people, right? right. There's going to be more mixed people. More, well, <laughs> like, so yeah. So we're dealing with this, like, huge thing. And then on top of that, too, we've gotten to a point where we're just sick of how blatant it is, right? Mm. Right? It's one thing to say racism doesn't exist, but then you see things like, remember that guy at Stanford that got caught mid-rape? Behind a dumpster? Yeah, there was a guy in Stanford. He got caught mid-rape, like, no question about it. The judge said he was a swimmer, and the judge says, "Oh, he made he a mistake." Gave, I think he gave him like four six, months. sixty months. Four months. I, no, it was six months in prison, but mm-hmm. he got out on good behavior in three. Right. Months. So you see these things, right? And you can't say there isn't a difference, right? And it's kind of like the credit score, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, because I think what's what I find most encouraging is like a lot of people are like, "We're just sick of it. Fucking change, right?" And we're willing to use our money to change, like money to change these things, but like. The biggest difference I see between now and, say, for example, the civil rights movement is we haven't seen any um, legislation. So one of the things that made the civil rights movement as impactful as it was is you saw, like, Brown versus Board of Education and the repeal of, like, Jim Crow laws and, like, things of that that nature you're not seeing. And then also one thing that really worries me about it is, like, I do – understand that there's probably not going to be a time that black people ever truly trust the police, right? No, no, never. Right? Um, I, I see that, right? But even within, like, the first responder community, right, you're seeing a lot of cops going, we are not these guys. And you're seeing, all, like, people, like, you're seeing departments purge them, right? Because here's the thing about being a cop. Being a cop is a, it's, it's a very interesting job, it's right? A, it's like... Think about this. While you're sleeping, there's a cop out looking at a dead baby. Or busting into a crack house, seeing a bunch of crazy... The, the amount of crazy shit you see, right? 
Facts. Right. You literally see the worst sides of people, so you can understand how you can come to these conclusions of just seeing negativity all the time. You're on mm-hmm. edge as a cop. But at the same time, too, right, you have a lot of cops who know who the shit ones are, but you don't say anything because there's this code, right? And what worries me is you have this whole, like, defund the police. So you have extremism, right? So you have yeah. one end, defund the police. We don't need them anymore. You know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then on another end, it's like, give them more tanks. Give them federal officers. Let them kick me in your doors, right? And I'm kind of in the middle where I'm like, yo, there needs to be, like, a real screening process. There needs to be therapy. Better training. And you know what it is, too? Like, like, so back in the day in New York, right, mm-hmm. you'd have a beat cop. Yeah. So it would be a dude who became a cop from the neighborhood. So he understands the inner workings. I'm like, okay, the Jones kid is in the uh, fuck. Yeah, he, you know his mom, his dad he's drinks. on the street guy. Exactly. Or like, I understand why these two people are arguing, right? And you don't see that anymore. You you're losing that sense of community. And also, the there's this like huge like um, militarization of the police. That's really oh yeah, like these guys are strapped up, bro, strapped to vest, the fucking gills. And here's the thing: bulletproof everything, bulletproof vest, fucking tanks in the streets. And here's the thing: if you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Right, and what doesn't all what it really doesn't help too is you have a guy like Trump, right? Who, like we said earlier, doesn't give a fuck. He won't shit. back down from it, no matter how wild the shit is. He said he won't back down from it because he's from New York. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> he talks like a New Yorker too. What are we gonna do about ISIS? Let me tell you something. First off, I'm the fucking expert. I'm the fucking. I'm the expert. fucking expert. Exactly. All right, so we have the most. We're gonna bomb. We're gonna bomb the shit out so there. I'm gonna um. Changes up a bit yeah. Like so I argue with people Like all the time Through social media And even like My mm-hmm. close friends About Black Lives Matter And like what they stand for And mm-hmm. stuff And a lot of my friends Not a lot But some of them yeah. Like to argue Bruh Black on black crime Is a bigger deal Than White cops Or cops Killing black people And they bring me The numbers They show me the numbers mm-hmm. From the num- From that logic It's true Yeah And so I look at it as like You know Okay you're right, mm-hmm. and they're and they're mad at black on, they're mad at Black Lives Matter that whole organization mm-hmm. for not trying to support that, and I try to let them know. Well, to be honest with you, there are other organizations that support, mm-hmm. you know, black on black crimes and gun violence mm-hmm. in America. It's just that you don't hear much about it, bro. So here's, let, see, that's a very valid point, right? So, um, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, right? All change literally starts with you right um so with the whole black on black crime thing that is real that is right? so real so that's real like they're like think about this if you're growing up in like the hood or whatever right you hear gunshots you don't call the cops you just mm-hmm. go like oh that's them over there so like you call because they can't protect you right but yeah. but like they're so one thing i think is interesting right is like so going back to jagger hoover right so when the Black Panther started, the Black Panther started literally as a way of protecting the black community. Mm-hmm. And they were actually one of the first groups to set up like after school programs, so like latchkey, after school lunches and things. But that's scary. And they defund them, right? Then you think about like the eighties with Reagan, right? How the fuck is cocaine from Bolivia getting into these neighborhoods, right? Ain't too many brothers in Compton got a bolt we got a you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like there's this constant undermining of the black community. Then you look at like redlining and things of this nature, right? Mm-hmm. And what it ultimately is, is I think there has to be shared responsibility on many levels, right? You can't take the argument that black-on-black crime happens, thus we shouldn't do anything about racism now. 
Because what you're ultimately doing is just like the credit. You're well, what they like to do is they say like you have like they like to use the analogy of like you get an accident, you have a broken mm-hmm. leg and arm, but you have a scratch on your finger. And Black Lives Matters is like we're gonna support that scratch on the finger, and yeah. don't worry about the leg and the arm. And it's just like that's that's that's, that's, that's two completely point. different things. Yeah, it is two completely different things. But here's here's another thing. It's it's what I, in terms of the black. African American community, mm-hmm. I feel as though we have to take responsibility in Yo, terms facts. of black the black on black crime. No, so facts. yeah, black on black crime is a thing that should be amongst ourselves. Yeah, number one, the whole you remember early two thousand no snitching right? Yeah, you have a guy that point blank shoots a family member, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And based off of the code of no snitching. Mm-hmm. The neighbor who saw it mm-hmm. or whatever. They don't say shit. They don't say shit. I don't know. Murder gets away mm-hmm. or it takes a couple years for the person to get mm-hmm. caught. It's a black person. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. News real goes. Mm-hmm. The police is like, you know, if we had more cooperation with, yeah. you know, the neighborhoods, we could have caught this person quicker. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. So you mean to, a murder at large mm-hmm. is out there. Mm-hmm. A cop is out here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a cop knows a murder is at large. Mm-hmm. He's black. Mm-hmm. He big. Mm-hmm. He's from this neighborhood. From the neighborhood. All of y'all from the neighborhood, black and mm-hmm. big. Mm-hmm. Now, nah, I'm not giving cops no pass on this shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm just putting the scenario in front of you mm-hmm. on how we should like take responsibility. The cop would be less likely to shoot an innocent 16-year-old, six-foot-four kid mm-hmm. walking down the street with a hoodie on, thinking that he's the murderer. If one of us would be like, yo, we got to go, follow yeah. a report, we got a description, this person, this time, yo. But here's the thing. That, that becomes weird because it comes back to this trust issue, right? So even from the inception of police, police were basically invented to catch slaves, Right. When the Jim Crow era became into effect into um, the South, right? Mm. What was it designed to do? It was designed to literally support the idea of white supremacy, right? Mm. So you have these things literally interwoven into the culture of it, right? So to now purge it, it's kind of like um, um, it's kind of like the Catholic Church, right? (laughs) So the Catholic Church literally pedophilia has become part of the culture. Part of the culture. So much so, the Pope, like, remember when, like, the, and it wasn't just, like, the new guy. Which one? Uh, All of them. John. <laughs> John. I remember John, because he was in my generation, but yeah, John would literally go to places. Too. He'd, like, show up to these poor communities and be like, look. Pope John Paul II. Yeah, he'd show up and be like, stop saying all this stuff. You're ruining the church's image. Then ben- the, <laughs> Benedict came around. Yeah, and they were literally just moving pedophiles. It's so a part of the culture that to purge it would literally mean that the institution has to admit that something's wrong and then change. Right. And that's one thing about change is the admittance that something is wrong and then changing. Because, like, one of the things about it, too, right? America don't want to admit to shit. And so I, I, it doesn't, right? But, like, but here's the thing. You can't even say that because, like, you just look at the protests and shit going on. And, they like, even the NBA and stuff. They don't want to admit to the black shit. I feel like. Because they admit to the Jewish shit. Oh, yeah. They admitted to not supporting World War II. Mm-hmm. They admitted to concentration camps of Japanese people yeah. in World War II. Oh, yeah. They admitted to all that shit. Mm-hmm. They still not admitting to nothing. But here's, uh, you want to know the solution to that? And it's a solution that I love, like, bro. I love, like, the way black people are making money now. Because it used to be you either bald or you rap to get out of the hood. Mm-hmm. Now you got brothers going, well, if I go get a business degree, if I become a lawyer, right? So you're seeing, like, Obama was the beacon, right? Right. That you could escape the hood, 
and you didn't have to ball, you didn't have to rap. You can marry a wife who is also extremely competent, right. also a very strong woman. You can make it out. You can be a white, you can be the president, right? Yeah. And we see like black people now are just like, hey, let's start a business. Yeah. Ain't no point in gangbanging, right? No one gets old selling crack. Let's start a business. Let's start doing all these things. So on one hand, like like I said, America is a country of progressive evolution, and I love the way it's going, bro. I think about all this right now, all the things we got going on, right? Like I'm into film and podcasting. You're into IT. You're into this, right? None of us were in a gang, right? Like we have all have ex- like had hardships, right? But we can see that that it's possible to achieve without being a rapper or without being a ball player. Not to say that we don't draw inspiration from these people, but we don't have to necessarily do what they. Yeah, do. we don't have to do what they do. You can forge your to own path, bro. I also believe it wasn't just because of our own life decisions. I also think it's because of like. Oh yeah, where like you know God itself, you know, being, oh, yeah. being in the Christian education. And but stuff. there, there are also a ton of factors, right? Right, and there are things that like, like at least for me personally, that I can't accept not giving to the Cause next like, generation. Because right? when I look at my life, like I think I would have been a different person if I never went to the schools that my mom put me in. Because mm. I had friends that were, you know, gang banging, selling drugs, you know. You know, just doing things that, that we shouldn't be doing just at our age. Bad shit. Right. And then, like, and they were asking me if I wanted to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And I would be wanting to be like, if I do this, you know, they'll respect me. They'll, they wanted me to, like, kick it with them more. I'll mm-hmm. be part of the crew, whatever. And basically, just a whole slippery slope. And I ended up not doing it. And I, my mind ended up sending me away to, like, mm-hmm. all these Christian schools. And then next thing I noticed, you know, now I'm here. Yeah. But if I didn't do that and my mom didn't, Want me to go through that type of education? Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'll be at, bro. Like, 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 you bring up a very valid point, right? Because I have friends that died back at home. Oh, fuck! And you. friends that went to jail, and friends who were just stuck with a baby mama. So, like, I you can't ignore the X factors and the blessings, right? Right. Like, so the the fact that I'm sitting here now, right? Obviously, there's hard work on my part. But I think more so, it's like the sacrifices that all the people that came before me made, right? So my grandmother, bro, she only had like a sixth grade education. Raised eight kids, no babies out of wedlock. Everyone's got a fucking degree, right? So they came from a house where like my grandpa was an alcoholic, right? My dad don't drink. And he made it like my dad, my mom made it a point that they were both in our lives, right? right? So the way I put it is like this. My dad taught me how to operate in the world and my mother showed me that it was bigger, right? Um, so to, to not give that to my children, right, would be an insult mm-hmm. to, like, the line of progression, bro. And I think more and more you're seeing this, right? Um, yeah, they had these conversations around our ages or younger. Yeah. And to be like, man, I need a, I want to do that. I want to be that. And I think that's ultimately what's important, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially, like, so as a black dude, right, so the stereotype growing up was a black dude is just a sperm donor. He's out of the picture, you know what I'm saying? Facts. And, like, bro, like, it's... It's weird, right? Because I, I want to have kids. I can definitely wait. Yeah, I'm in no rush. Wait, yeah. But, like, that shit looks fun as fuck. <laughs> Being a dad? Kind of. <laughs> you, you, you would be a dope dad, though. You no, like, you'd hell be, no. You no, like no. You'd, be you'd, you'd be that cool, strict dad. No, hell no, bro. bro the way you'd be, like, pointing your Nerf guns at your girl, and she'd be like, <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> you better not. <laughs> Damn it, Brandon. Here's the reality, right? Like, we're in a fucking store, and the kid makes a good argument for why he needs a real sword. Like, ah, fuck, what if there are ninjas? Yeah, I go. How much is it? $35.99? He needs it. Now I'm at home. Mahali's looking at me. Why does he have a sword, Brandon? We're like, because he said we were going to have ninjas, and we don't have insurance. sounds like a Peter Griffin right there. Bro, facts. But, like, no, dude, like, um, like, 
Because kids don't remember, like, Disney World and shit, right? Nah, they, they remember, forget about that shit. Yeah, they remember, like, all the day-to-day stuff, right? Like, I remember, like, so I went to Cali. I got to hang out with my nephews, right? The fucking, they're fucking, you know, they're a handful. It's two and three, right? And I'm looking at my brother, and, like, he's, like, full, like, Mufasa mode, right? He's, just, like, anything that touches. Son, everything that Bro, touches. yeah, and it's it's super dope because he's married. He's got a wife. He's got kids. He's got a house. he got a house in Cali. And, I'm like, I'm looking at that, and I'm, like, I can see the appeal. Like, <laughs> like you know, like. Because, I could uh, drop one. Just you feel like he's, like he's, like, a true king. In a lot of senses, yeah, bro, because that's ultimately, because here's my thing. The way I look at it is like this, right? Everything before you're a father or a parent, that's the filler, right? Because I feel like once you have kids, like, you're literally preparing the next generation. So, like, things like, so, like, the things I know I'm going to want to talk to my kids about are, like, drugs. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, keep it real. Like, if you let them listen to PSA, like, drugs and, like, drugs, sex. That like, and sex. Like, yeah. I think sex is a big I, I, one for me because I've been through so many, like, um, Bible studies where yeah. they want to talk about it's sex, like and you know what's funny? And this, is, this, is actually, this is actually a funny story. Let me tell you. I went to a, I went to a Bible study like <laughs> last year, a year, and a, a year and a half ago. No, no, no. It was like it was like through my church. <laughs> and let me tell you, Brandon, this shit was fucking hilarious. The it was just us young people, like me, one of my homies, and like all these other girls and stuff. Uh-huh. And and it was his mom and her oh, and her God. sister. And they were like leading out this Bible study, and they were all like, "Oh, you shouldn't have sex before marriage because it would ruin your life. Look Cute. at look what we did. You know, if we didn't do that, we mm-hmm. would have had better lives and what? this and that." And I'm just like, "Damn, that's crazy." And I, and I started thinking, they're telling us while we're in our mid twenties, late twenties, yeah. early twenties, don't go out and that, dick. <laughs> like don't have sex when we're like at our prime to have sex. Bro, so, the best t- that dick works. Right, this dick so works. That dick works. So, so let me tell you. So I played devil's advocate. So I was like, man, how about if we just instead of telling them don't have sex, how about you teach them safe sex yeah. instead, right? Okay. And they were like, no, no sex and nothing. I was like, come on, man. I think like me. these type of conversations are more efficient. Because if, we, if we're going to be real about it, yo, right. there's too many people having unprotected sex. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there, I'm like half of us in this room is having sex. Because here's the thing, you have these conversations, but you drastically underestimate the, the look. The power of boners is strong. So, power boners so is strong. funny thing about this story, a couple months later, mm-hmm. One of my homies, mm-hmm. her son, mm-hmm. gets his girl pregnant, yeah. and I and I was sitting there thinking the Duh. whole time like you would have wished you talking about safe sex, safe now, sex, you, right? Bro. Instead of telling that nigga not to have sex, and that he was nigga like, man, I can't wait anyway. to clap those bro, cheeks. You gotta look, and you, you gotta put the raincoat on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Bro. Pull out, but here's the thing. Coat, but here's the thing, though. Control. Here's the thing, though. When you get to a certain oh. age, yo, he's young. That too. cream pie, bro, bro, hit different, bro. That shit hit different. Like, you over here, like, I'm not in college. Yeah. I got an okay job. I make 50000 a year. Yeah. You know, I'm like, two, might as well. I'm two points away from a 700 credit score, and yeah. I could get a house next year. Who gives year. a fuck? I I'm can, ready for it. I, I want to unload this bullet that's been bro. holding it forever, bro. You get a shot, Chief. Man, I remember when I was in. <laughs> so my church brought in this dude to talk to us about sex. It was tremendous. Um. So we go to lunch, right? And he brings all the dudes together. It's like ten of us, right? And he give he brings a trash can from the lunch and he puts it in the middle of the room, right? And he goes, "All right, five of y'all get gloves. The other five of y'all don't. Now stick y'all hands in the trash, <laughs> right?" So we do it, right? 
And he, so I was one of the dudes who didn't get a glove. So I stick it in. He's like, yeah, swim in there a little bit. Make sure it gets all over your hands. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So then he brings us to the front. He goes, these five brothers had condoms on. These five brothers didn't. Now look at your hands. And the only thing I could think was, yo, were we in a gangbang? Because <laughs> we all went one after another. And I'm kind of mad there wasn't a condom memo. Does this count? Were we... Did we just run a train? Yo, y'all ran a train <laughs> on a trash can. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's like one thing I could never do in my life. Oh, do a, a, a train? Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I couldn't share. I feel like my dick should be the only star of the show. The Yo. only star of the show? Yeah, I kind of feel that. I don't want her doing whatever to you and yeah. then doing the same thing to me. Like, that's just, I because I had a homie one time mm-hmm. back in Florida. He told me that. He was messing around with this guy at his friend's um, place, mm-hmm. and they were downstairs in like the basement. And his friend went upstairs to go get some drinks or something. Yeah. She goes down on him, gets him head. Right. Mm-hmm. He finished. She swallows. Mm-hmm. He comes back down just in time mm-hmm. while they're playing the coys, pretend nothing happened. Mm-hmm. He starts making out with the girl immediately, <laughs> and I'm just like, you see, this is why I would never want to do anything like that, Bruh. even because like Yo, they basically listen. they basically ran a train on her. But like I listen. was just like. The fact that he didn't know Bruh. the way he was doing, like I was yeah. just like, I would, damn, I'll be like, nah. He like, laughs about it till this day. He's like, bro, that guy, right? And I'm just like, man, that's that sucks to be that dude. He's gonna say something. He's gonna be on the phone. My girlfriend he calls me, mm-hmm. and she's like, we're supposed to be working out, and I'm like, yo, I'm on a podcast right now. Is she on the phone right now? She's on the phone right now. Is she in the workout clothes? Yeah, she's in workout clothes. Bro, tell her right now, you got to hit heavy squats today. We're doing three. Yo, you got to do you gotta do 50 squats. Nah, fuck that. We start with 315. 315s? We start with 315. We're working our way down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all right. Look, let me tell you something right now. You trying to get ready or not? Are you trying to get ready or not? Lolo, I'll call you back. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Oh. I love him, man. I love him. You know what I realized? Right? So I've been with Mahali like five years. Right? Yo, honestly, I've been meaning to tell y'all this. Congratulations on that shit. Y'all wow. been together forever. You know what it is? Because she, like, here's my thing. Like, it goes back to my whole strong woman thing, bro. Like, because when you have a strong woman, right, you really got to worry about too much shit. Like, if you ask her to do something, she'll do it, and she'll go above and beyond. I you thought it was the it? first date that's set the tone. Oh, yeah, we saw John Wick. Yeah. You see that many motherfuckers get Y'all shot? Y'all saw John Wick together? Yeah, 100%. I, I thought that's what it was. I didn't know that many people get shot like, You know what? This is it. I, I said yes to it, and now I'm in it for life. You know what it is? I've realized this, right? There's no such thing as a grown man. Right, all of us giant eight year olds. You let yeah. us loose in our favorite store with a thousand dollars. We're coming home with something. Oh, yeah. You're right, man. If anything with Jurassic Park, I'm all over anything. Right. With Batman, 100%. I'm anything all over anything DBZ, about I'm Dragon Ball Z. I'm all over 100%. it. Hundred like, percent. Right. Like, so yeah. when you get here's the thing, basketball. Like, like, same thing. So Mark, let me tell you something. You're single, brother. Mm. Enjoy this. <laughs> Facts. Enjoy this. Right. Sorry. Facts. Because let me tell you something. So here's how it happens. Right. When you get in a relationship, this is what happens. She feeds you, then she fucks you, then she asks you to do something. <laughs> no, because the thing. Men can be trained. Right, so she feed you, throw that ass on you, and then she'd be like, "Grass is kind of tall." You go, "Oh, I guess I'll cut that." <laughs> right, then then she'd be like, "I think we should go shopping." Now that shirt that's your favorite, I hate it. We should get something new. Right, next thing you know, you're 35. You're standing in front of a two bedroom ranch in Austin, Texas. You're wearing fucking Dockers, going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> what the fuck? Happened? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she got you wearing khakis now. 
Nah, bro, never. Never. <laughs> bro, that was wild because, like, Mahalia's side of the family is, like, kind of – they're kind of bougie. They're very proper. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very bougie, right? And my side of the family just don't give a fuck. So when I go visit them, right, like, my favorite person is her grandma, bro. Her grandma? Her grandma, bro. Bro. So she splits time between Haiti and America. Oh, yeah. They, they... Once you get to that certain age, that's all you can do, bro. Bro. And, like, she is – She's awesome, bro. So, like, in Haiti, like, people have come to, like, so they're building a house there. And people have come to the house. This one was, like, 85, bro. And they'd be like, we don't, we don't. They come to the house, like, AKs and shit. And, like, we don't take some shit out of the house. Just to stand there. Look, I got God on my side. What you gonna do? <laughs> and, bro, if you ever met her grandma, this is a powerful lady. Powerful bro. lady, bro. I remember one time she, <laughs> she made me kill a snake, right? So there was a snake in the backyard, knocked that bitch in the pool, got him in like the like pool net. The pool net. And I'm about to throw this motherfucker across the street, right? Because it's Florida, right? So I'm like, ah, right, he's coming in the jungle. She goes, nah. Because if you don't, he bring his friends back, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of them things like, I believe you. She made you behead him? No, nah, we just like, I, I like smashed his head in. But like, it's uh, one of them things like, she was old enough where I'm oh, like, no, she knows. I'm like, man, you probably didn't see this shit happen. Let oh, me yeah. kill this motherfucker real quick, bro. <laughs> but like, yeah, dog. Powerful nah, lady. Powerful uh, lady. Older Haitian people, bro. They. Their dreams are accurate. No, let me tell you this: <laughs> old Caribbean people after sixty-five, you magic, <laughs> magic, bro. Bro, like, your mom. When you're Caribbean, your mom call you like two in the morning. Don't go, go, don't go out don't next go, Tuesday. Don't go out next Tuesday. <laughs> I'm saying my ass. I'm calling off work, bro. Bruh, what you mean? Next Tuesday, be like, y'all trying to hang out? Nah, bro. I got it. Nah, my mom trying to do that now. She ain't. She ain't sixty-five. Like, wait, <laughs> nah, 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 you got nah, a couple nah, more nah, years. Nah, yeah, it hasn't manifested yet. It hasn't manifested yet. She was. She was like, I had a dream. Nah, nah, nah. It hasn't manifested yet. Losing that 2K, but like, I'm like, I'm like, that's nah, what's stressing you. me out. Not, not yet, like, not yet, not yet. Once you get to that, that certain age, bro, mm. like, it's, it's real. Yeah, I'm gonna wait till she's 65, then I'm gonna start believing those dreams, bro. Nah. Yeah, that's just real, though. Can we talk about old people dreams, though? Like, how it has impacted your life growing up? Because, like, as a kid, mm-hmm. just like you, I've been surrounded by strong older women, bro. Like, I mean, like, bro, they like 90 now, bro. You know, back then they were like, you know, sixty something. Here's the thing about like stronger older women, right? So old dudes like kind of accept they've gotten old, and they're just like, oh, I'm gonna sit on the porch and get wisdom. No. Old, old, old women. women? Cause here's the thing. So because like a lot of the older women I've met, right? Because they're not like physically strong, they've learned to negotiate. Mm-hmm. And Yo, once, bruh, that's crazy, bruh. Their negotiation skills out of this world. Bro, they come over, they be like. I got these leaves in the back. Like, I guess I can get over here. Okay, cool. Once you get the leaves, I've also got this faucet. Next thing you know, you done built her a fucking house and shit. You're like, how the hell did I get you? Like, but she'll give you a nice cooked meal. Bruh, she'll feed you. (laughs) And you over here looking at her like, bro, you over here like, I don't know if I got time. Got the oxtail. You got the oxtails over there? (laughs) You got the rice? What kind of, what kind of rice you got over there? Hey, listen, I got, I I got the hush punch. What you got, what you got over there? (laughs) You know, like, that pot bubbly. Like, you look at that pot, that, that silver cast iron pot just chilling over there, you're like... Bro, you ever had, you ever had Patsy Cody? Yo, you bro. Like, well, you like, well, what's in there? Patsy Cody? Patsy Cody? What you know about that, my friend? Bro, yo, cocaine, bro. dog. Cocaine. Bro. One night um, before we left, they had a free tonight. We thigh night, buddy. Yes, sir. That shit was okay. I yo, you leave. talking about fried you know meats? You know what I always want to try, though? I always want to try y'all's um, pumpkin soup. Oh, soup jumu. 
That's the one you have at the beginning of the year, right? January 1st. That is New Year's. It's for New Year's? I thought Yeah, so basically it's a fuck the French soup. Yeah, that's our independent soup. January 1st. Bro. Once my girl told me it was a fuck the French soup, I was like, I got it. definitely was, because you know how the French. It has soup that has nothing in it. Bro. Bro, we put every fucking thing every. in it. But here's the thing, bro. Like, Ethiopian food. That Ethiopian restaurant. That shit is fire. Like, bro. And hey, we got to go back, actually. We I gotta, was about to. Bro, I was we, about we, to. We got to. Was, we got to do wait. that, like, real I, soon. I was going to wait till we was done. But, like, that place was fucking yeah. good. Yeah, we got we to gotta do it. You know what I can say about Ethiopian food? Best vegetarian, vegan, whatever style food oh, yeah. on this planet. Yeah. I ain't fucking with the bread, though. No, that's my favorite part. So like, you like the bread. Yeah. So I that love bread how like, but like, yeah. But your point is not like that's, that's what I'm saying. But a lot of people can't get down with the texture of the bread, nah, and I keep telling them, you don't eat it by itself. You got to eat it with the others. So yeah. one thing, so that restaurant I went to, bro, I love the way that it that it went down. So we all ordered individual things, but it comes out on one giant yeah, like, sheet of like bread. That. And like I love that, bro, because it's like this encouragement, it's like this community thing, right? So yeah. it's like oh, communal, yeah. It's like what hey. you got over there? Oh, bro, just break off a piece, get some, bro. So now we're all in each other's food. And everybody's and just and you're eating with your hand. It, oh my god, that's sh- bro. Now I will bro, say, I, this. I, grew, I grew up eating like that, bro. bro. So we gotta. Go. I felt like Moses and like Jericho, bro. Like, you, like, bro, you said no, his like, name, not Jericho. You said no, like the professional. Dad's name, <laughs> um, Jeremiah. Nah, it was um, what Moses and um, Abram. No, it was like. Je- Jeffro. Jeffro? Jeffro. The Zipporah's dad. What's his name? Jeffro? I, I think it's that. I don't, don't call I mean, him. He broke bread right Bro, but like when, when we went there, you sounded like a professional. Like, look, I come here for Tuesday. Let me get the tea. You know, nah, they, like know they know me. I go Bro, there all the time. The That's like my spot. Like, is that Mark? Hey! Right, <laughs> if you ever want to find me, like, you can find me there. Bro. Like, we gotta You'd be like a black mobster just chilling in the back of that restaurant. Basically, smoking. That, that'd be <laughs> Niggas like my... coming to conduct business with Marky. Like, yo, you Bro, gotta, first off, gotta eat what you down. How do you feel about saffron? Saffron's my favorite spice. Do you enjoy it? <laughs> It'd be a shame if something happened to your mother. Now, about the, the thing why, we why, why to talk about. Italian accent? <laughs> no, you, you know what? I'd be loving how they conduct business in those Italian gangster movies, mm-hmm. like in the back of the, the back of the restaurant, mm-hmm. eating spaghetti yeah, with big ass meatballs. Bro, so like, what was we like, like so, La Costa Nostra, right, or the mob, right? Like, was cool. Rosa, yeah, was because their whole thing was, secrecy. we don't want to be seen. Secrecy, secrecy, right? Beautiful. So like, was, it goes back to one of those things. Like, so in America, it was like it was common to like you would just walk up to a place and be like, no blacks, no no Jews, no Irish or Italians to apply. So you build your own community, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So like once again, like in the black community, something happens, you don't call the cops. You go yeah. see Joey. Joey, uh, you know, it's happened again. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just like. Right, and go, another go thing. Go get yourself something to eat. Yeah, another thing is like it was hard for them to secure loans, so you would go to the you go to Joey. He'd be like, "Don't worry about it, your son. I like what he's doing. It's yeah. in the movie. He's a good. <laughs> you know, that's why I like that show Power for that type of um aspect. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, they showed all the different cultures and their mobs and mm-hmm. stuff. Like the Italians, they were very close and they were very. Oh yeah. Um, they were very like on point with <laughs> like that. if you watch like, the Sopranos, that's my shit. Yo, I, I gotta watch the Sopranos. Bro. The Sopranos. I, I've, I've listen, been wanting to. Here's, here's the thing about the Sopranos. I, I fell in love with it when I found out it was filmed in the same county as I was living in in New Jersey. Bro, the Sopranos better it, than here's The my, Wire. Here's my thing about the Sopranos, right? Don't watch it's it. If you, the Wire's better. The Wire's better. Don't watch the Sopranos uh, if you want to diet. 
because in every episode, they're, yo, they're always they're eating, eating, and you're and like, you're like, Damn, and you're like, fuck, what is that? No, wait, <laughs> actually, you know a show that got food out the wazoo? Hannibal. The I Han- can't do it. Bro, Hannibal, I have never seen gourmet cannibalism like Hannibal Lecter's cooking in that show <laughs> in my life. Got, like, that got, shit made me want to eat a person's leg for real, bro. Jesus. Like, go on Netflix, watch Hannibal. That show is amazing. It's like a masterpiece, bro. Man. In terms of cuisine. That is sneaky good vodka. What is that? The sky? Yeah, the sky is tropical mango. That's you like a, it, huh? That's, that's I bought sick. it um, when I was like just having one of those nights mm-hmm. with my cousins. We was going to take some drinks. Mm-hmm. Vibe out, and I had it for a while. Bro, kept it in the freezer. So what y'all trying to? What what's the move after COVID's done? Um, I'm fucking going to back to Haiti. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go see um Cuba because I want to go. Gotta go to see Cuba. that shit. Gotta go to Cuba. Um, I want to go to Cuba too. You want to try to make a, a we guys trip to Cuba? Yeah, we. Can I'm do down. I'm down. I'm super down. Like I, I will fly. I I will, we could drive to Miami. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say drive to Cuba. I heard, I heard like, that you could get an Airbnb for the low, low, yeah. low, low, yeah. and be have like a dope ass resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they provide breakfast and stuff like yeah. that. I'm down. You know, and then you just Cuba. Gotta, yeah, because honestly, Cuba is like one of those places where you're like, bro, I know communism and socialism took over this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. But just for the sake of saying I've been there, I want to smoke a cigar with y'all motherfuckers. I want to see Hefe and talk to and him like this, my friend. How you doing? Can we, can we do I that miss for the you, next podcast? Friend. Have cigars and just smoke around? You can't smoke in the crib. Okay. Nah, not in this crib. If, well, here's the thing. If it was my house, I don't give a fuck. But I got to live with the girls. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing, man. Like, So, like, the reality of it is... Is vaping thing, okay? Huh? Is vaping okay? Yeah, go ahead. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. I don't have my vape. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I always want to smoke a cigar. Just you never smoke a cigar? Nah, I always no, want to give a it. shot, though. So, smoking a cigar is an art form. It is. Because I can tell you this. You don't even have to smoke the cigar. Just have it in your mouth. I was just telling you, like, thing. if we um do the whole boat thing for your birthday, mm-hmm. and we can, like, invest in getting some, like, a box of cigars, and I'll be on that yacht good, or whatever. Some good cigars, at least, man. Cause Bro, here's the thing. I love smoking cigars, right? So, when I was, like, when I was 20, and my boy took this trip to Miami, it was tremendous. Um, the smoking a cigar, right? It's not like it's it's it's, it's not smoking a cigarette. It's not smoking a. Black. It's like you gotta have time, right? It's the thing you do while you're on the barbecue, right? And when you make a point, you get just like, let me tell you something. And you don't ash it. Too you don't. You you don't ash. You that don't thing. ash it. You don't ash a cigar, bro. But it's this, it's this very old like masculine thing. Like all the men go into the back room. We smoke cigars and drink we talk whiskey. about we drink whiskey and we talk about the the affairs of the world, right? And like, so when you go to Miami, right? There's a like, um, there's like tons of cigar shops, right? So they have like what they call like daily drivers. So it'll literally be like a pack of like twenty four that you just smoke while you while you're cutting the grass, and you got the fucking creme de la creme, right? Yes, sir. So here's how it goes: if you're in Miami and you see someone smoking an acid, you don't do business with them. No one smokes flavored cigars. Right, flavored take, cigars. Flavored cigars. That's a thing. Yeah. So it tastes like vanilla or berries or something. Go fuck yourself. Fuck no. Go fuck yourself. Right. Um, I've never smoked a Cuban. I've smoked uh, Ecuador makes some pretty good ones. El Salvador makes El Salvador makes really. They good really. Ones. That's that's the um cigars I had back in when I went to Vegas. Bruh. Bro, had me buzzing like a motherfucker. You inhaled? I did. 
You a bold motherfucker. You're supposed not to do that. Yeah, no, not, it'll blow your yeah, lungs out. Yeah, you're supposed out. to hold it. But you're, like, you're supposed I, to just keep it like yeah, in your jaw. mouth. And yeah. Your but like, I inhaled it like a couple times because like, I got like I thought like the nicotine in the motherfuckers would like kick in. Bro, it's a different thing. Yo, it's a different thing. Yo, bro. I'm like, you know what? Not inhaling. Yes, definitely not it'll doing it. It's it's like disgusting, right? Oh, it's not disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's like a gunshot so to your chest. It is. It's like, like a it's, shot. It's like, imagine smoking like 20 cigarettes. <laughs> At the same time, no filter. No filter. You're like, ooh, yeah. This and they're wrapped in like um, the cardboard you get from like FedEx. <laughs> <laughs> Your lungs just like, what's up, bitch? And it's just, you're like, ooh, yeah, nah, I can't do this. But yeah. And you know, it's crazy. Like, I used to be like addicted to Black and Miles. And I thought like, you know, if I smoked Black and Miles, like inhaled Black and Miles, mm-hmm. I could take a cigar hit. Yeah. But you could do that with Black and so yeah, like yeah. so there's levels to it right so cigarettes were literally the thing like it was just like leftover tobacco that wasn't in the cigar making process exactly. so then cigarellos are kind of the hybrid so you take that tobacco and you wrap it in a nice wrapper yep. but a cigar bro that, especially when you go to cuba right so there it's like an art form right? it is they pick the leaf because there's two leaves you have your outer wrapper then your inner, inner wrapper, wrapper. Mm-hmm. then the, the leaves they put in it bro and like there it's like bro this is what the fuck we do Right, you don't come for. Cause I was in Miami. There was one girl, like how they would sell them. They come up to you. You'd be on Ocean Ave, and there'd be a girl with like a whole tray of them around her neck. She'd be like, "This one, Lord in the Five of Virgin, very good." I'm like, "What the? Does the does the does the pussy add something to it? I don't know." <laughs> bro, but yeah, we should do that. We should smoke cigars one day. It's yeah. tremendous, bro. We I love, should. Like, I enjoy it. And if you're trying to do that whole um. That whole boat thing for your birthday party, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, I feel like Mark has been trying to plan out my birthday for the past. When's your birthday? Halloween, right? What are you trying to do? I. That's the thing. I want to go to Cancun. Do it. One person. Do it. What are we talking? <laughs> what are we talking? Dang. What else to talk about? Did you book it? Nah, I ain't. The fuck you waiting on? Ain't book it. Cause I changed my mind on it because I switched over to T-Mobile. Mm-hmm. So them niggas is fucking around with your boy, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Yo, we're gonna give you two days mm-hmm. on the on the seven days that you requested." Let me tell you something, bro. Just go on unemployment, get that six hundred dollars a week, throw that in the bank, go to Cancun, and ball out. <laughs> <laughs> go do it. What the fuck you got to lose? My man said, "Just go with that motherfucker." <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, it's either go to California, rent out a boat, smoke cigars on the fucking on the beachfront. Bro, because, like, here's the reality. Like, like, he was saying earlier, bro. Like, money comes and goes, but those experiences, bro. Because, like, I think that's ultimately, like, what helps to shape you, right? Because my thing is like this, right? When you look at your kid in the eyes and they ask you a question, you going to lie to them or you going to tell them the truth? I want to be looking at my kid and be like, my nigga, I was fun as fuck before you met me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, true that. True that. Because, like, I ain't going to lie. Because, like, what, what happens when he's, like, fucking 19, he's in a frat, and he's like, Dad, I want to go to Cancun. Right? You can sit him down and look at me. You know, something. I remember when I went out there. Let me you tell know? you something. Went out there, we got a fucking boat like gentlemen. We smoke cigars. Don't be a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a fuck. <laughs> nah, I want my kid to have fun. I just want him to be careful. Just be like, yo, be careful. Of it. Hey, I feel like that happens when you just keep it real, right? Yeah. They, they, and I think, like, the more you keep it 100 with your kid, the more re- receptive they are of it. Like, yeah. instead of hiding shit. Because, like, I know for me, like, when I was a teenager, they'd be like, don't do this, do that. Bro, I'm yeah, going to do it not, ten times harder. Because you're not connecting with them. Bro, you connect the, with them. Like, I've done it before. I know what it is. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Let me show you Or at least you guide what, them on how let to me, do let it. Let me guide you if you want to mm. do this because I can't tell you not to do this. Because reality is, too, it. like, 
that's one thing, like, as a kid, I, I remember, like, it was a definitive moment where I'm like, I'm just going to tell the truth, right? And what I respected more, but, like, well, like one thing I liked about that, because, like, when I started doing that, my dad respected me more. So, like, when I'd be like, I'd literally just come to him, like, hey, dude, what's this about, right? So, like, drug addiction was, like, big in my family. And he'd be like, oh, you want to know what alcohol does? You know, that's why your grandpa in here. You want to know what cocaine does? Go look at your fucking aunts or whatever that's strung out on that shit, right? And it, like, becomes this moment where, like, you're able to just talk to your parents like humans instead of, like, yeah. your parents, right? Not even just humans, just as adults. Yeah. Like, you know, we on equal playing yeah. fields. Because when I had that moment with my father, that's when we <laughs> went to Haiti for the first time. That shit was real. It Bruh, was, it was like, weird, wasn't that, it? Like, I'm sitting, like, number one, my dad doesn't drink. Yeah. We're in Haiti. Uh-huh. I got a bottle of Babaku, eight-year Oh, age. shit, you that know, clear I'm stuff? Like, no, it's the brown stuff. Oh. But I'm like... Yo, dad, like, let's talk. Because we went for my um for my aunt's funeral, mm-hmm. his sister. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he's broken down and everything. And me and my dad, growing up, we never had, like, a man-to-man conversation. Mm-hmm. He never talked to me about sex. He never talked to me yeah. about, how, you know, working. Ne- All he told me was, you know, read your Bible, pray every day, mm-hmm. go to work, have a family. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You want to know what my sex way. talk was with my dad? I'll oh, God. He, um, <laughs> he said... You get a girl pregnant, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> that's, that's all he said. And it's, oh. in, his, in his thick African accent, he, he said, said he oh. just said, I'll kill you. Let me tell you something, my son. If you get the girl you pregnant, get that yeah. girl pregnant. And, and he, and he said some other things. He said, if you like do this or that, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was, and then, and then he was like, <laughs> he sounds like Ahmed. And then, and then he was oh, like, um. God damn it. And then, and then, like that was it. There was no laughter, nothing behind it. Was serious. it. Yeah, and to me, it just it resonated with me differently. I was just like, "Damn, he's really gonna kill me." Yeah. And then he was all like, and "Then he then this is what he said to me that got to me." He said, "If you ever get in trouble with the law and they're looking for you, I'm sending you straight to Africa." Oh my god! Bro, never I hated back. that. They and I was like, that, that, back. I, was, I, 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 back was, Haiti I was like, back, man. "What? I never been there. You're gonna send me just straight to Africa?" He's yeah. like, "Yeah, and you would stay there forever, just because I can't have you go to jail for the rest of your life." At least in Africa, you can yeah, live you your, your life somehow, right? Fuck. And I'm just like, shit, make sure I don't break any laws and like, do anything crazy where the cops, the authority is after me. Mm-hmm. But that's what he said, and it just, look at me now, no kids. <laughs> now he wants you to have kids. Yeah, now he does. Now, like, now, now right. he got to a point where he's Yo, all don't like, you hate it? Like, it's like a he hits you on the phone. Hello, my son, what are you doing yeah. today? When are you going to give me grandchildren? Yeah, I remember he told me, like, you're at the right age where you can have kids now. Mm-hmm. You make enough money where you can take care of a kid. And I was like, I need to find the right woman. You just want me to Who knock gives a damn about who, the right woman? Just get... Yo, they just really go. don't care. <laughs> like, like yeah. yo, just have a kid. Like I said, that's fine. I am 65 years old. I have, I have maybe 25 more years. I do it. <laughs> do it. I need a grandbaby. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think they just get to a point where they're just like, I don't care how you do it, just do it. Bro, Yo, facts. Know. My parents started hitting. Like me you with at that, that age shit. now, we're like we we don't have to worry about supporting you and the kid. You Bro, know that's how uh, Mahalia's parents are getting. Like they're just like, okay, how is it? How do you feel about? <laughs> how do you feel about babies? Small brain. How do you feel Small about babies? This? You know, they gonna start. T- they gonna be like, so when are you going Can't to? Can't believe um, her. <laughs> her man called you a giant baby. Damn. Yo, that shit was so accurate too. Damn. Like, I've seen old pictures of you with like a hairline, right? Yeah. And you look like, you know, some 
you know, this a is regular my first year dude. In, yeah. the, in the NFL, you know, whatever. Now you look like a Q dog, bro. <laughs> like, oh my, you look like the black version of like some giant <laughs> baby. Bro, like, you look just... like you could be throwing up the Q size. Oh bro. my god, chill. You probably get girls probably think you are so adorable, bro. Like, no, <laughs> no, the complete opposite, bro. Really, bro. Like, but here's the thing. So here's the thing, right, bro? So when you got that baby face. Bro. So here's the thing. When you go bald, right? Especially because now we got to wear the mask. I walk around like places and I look like fucking Bane. Right? Because all, all you can see is the eyes, right? Yeah, so I come yeah. on the corner. Do you feel it, Judge? Bro, yeah. I just be in there and I'm like, where is the milk? <laughs> They're like, uh, I, bro, so when we were in California, this shit was crazy as fuck. So we, we're, we're in Malibu. We're going to Malibu, sushi. Malibu, shit. Yeah. Oh, I know a really good sushi restaurant. We should try out. Here. Bro, we should. And it's really cheap. It's like Let's go hours. after this. <laughs> Maybe. So we're in Malibu. We're at the sushi restaurant, right? Um, there's this white girl there, and she. So it's me and my people. We're all black, and she's staring down everybody. We all the masks on, bro. I come around. I hit it with the straight bane eyes. Hello, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Have you lost something over here? No, no. She hits me with the I'm sorry smile, and I'm like, I gotta keep doing this. This is the best. You are not initiated. Bro, one of my pastimes now that I'm bald. So, so when you become bald, people assume that you know what you're talking about. Yo, so I love going to Home Depot and giving people bad advice. Yeah, I watched that movie so many times to try to figure out if it was better than The Dark Knight. What's your conclusion? It's not better than. <laughs> it's definitely not. No. Bro, but I think, Tom I think, Hardy did a great I job. I, I did. I think I enjoyed it so much because of Tom Hardy. Yo, yeah. I didn't even funny. know that was Tom Hardy <laughs> the whole time. Like I'm looking like, who is this person? Like, who's the actor of this thing? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. So here's the thing. That performance was interesting because literally, so as an actor, you're you're you you have this whole your face is yeah emotions, your face right? is showing and they covered it, but his eyes his bro, eyes were like and then he got jacked as fuck <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Like when you like Here's picking the, up the dog with one arm and drew, threw it outside, and you were just like your back was towards us. I was like, man, this looks like a movie scene I've seen before. <laughs> I was just like, no, no, not me. Not, but can we really can we talk here? about how great Tom Hardy is as an actor, bro? Because like he is like he's he's a one. He's, he's like great. the Mel Gibson of our era, bro. minus the racism, he minus is. the racism, <laughs> bro. So like Tom Hardy is interesting, right? Because he's one of those guys who he's like. Dog. He was. He had this movie called Lock, right? Mm-hmm. The whole movie is shot in a car. They never leave the car. Oh, I've heard about that movie. That's and on the he's list driving from one city in London to another. Because the girl that he knocked because up. Or he, so like the that. girl he knocked up is having a baby. So he's having to call all these people, including his girl, to tell him about this, bro. Damn, that's bro. I heard that his performance in that car ride, it was all shot in the car. Bro, yes. It's, bro, his, oh, his God. You know, it's, it's those type of movies I really get. There's another movie about a dude looking for his missing daughter, and mm-hmm. he, they did it all through like a f- camera phone or something. Like oh, it's a John, uh, that John. Oh God, he, he was he was in um, Harold and Kumar. Kumar. Yeah, yeah, John Cho. I forget the movie, but I heard the movie was phenomenal. I didn't want to watch. The trailer stressed it. me out, and I'm like, this is too and real. I, and, I, and it's on my list to watch. I need to find it so I can watch it. Really. Yeah, I'll, we've been in here. It. We've been in here for like three hours. Two hours and forty minutes. Oh shit. That's what happens when you add another person. If it was just me, we would have been done like. It'd be done by now. 
<laughs> Steven had a lot to fucking say. I was just quiet. I, I barely like, said anything. I let, nigga, I let you take away, nigga. You, <laughs> you know what's funny? Before he got here, he was like, nigga, I'm just here to support whatever. Bro, he walked say. in and was like, y'all here, that nigga was the, That nigga was the star of the show. He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He was over here quiet. He was like, okay, let's see. I was just listening. Look, bro, I just got to say, this production right here is A1. It ain't <laughs> like the shit that I was doing ain't got shit compared to this. I need to start getting some you release wanna, forms. You want to know how I got all this? Mm. I date I date a strong black woman. You know what? I, here's the thing, cause like I got it. so as a dude, you dudes can accept living at a certain level yo, of comfort, right? So like as long as I got like a bed and maybe a door, I'm straight. <laughs> you don't even need a couch. You don't need curtains. You don't need none of that extra shit. When a woman get involved, bro, she's like, I need doors. I need candles. I need light switches. I need matching patterns. We have an aesthetic here, right? A uh, what? <laughs> So because of that, now we have all this extra space because I'm living. With, we're living with another couple, and it's like, oh, okay, let's make sense. So now how we many have, bedrooms is in here? Uh, two bedrooms. No, four bedrooms. I'm about to say like, there's two bedrooms. So because we have, so that's another thing about California, right? So what we're paying rent here would be our half of the rent for a two bedroom studio, maybe in West Hollywood. Dead. Dead. Maybe. For dead. Not with it. Yeah. Minus the security deposit and shit. Not with it. So it's things you got to consider, man. Hey, man, look. But in closing, dog. Yo, listen. How do I'll how do it. people get in contact with you, Steven? Do you even want people to get in contact with you? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> nah, he does. He that makes sense. I don't want to be contacted podcast. at all. Man. Man, I just do this, this, this for fun. Mark, do you want people like to holler at you? I don't care. Um, I don't think anybody is ever is really going to do it. Do people really do it? I'll be listening to your podcast. People are like, yeah, follow me. Here's the thing. Like, like, I don't fucking care. Here's the thing. Like, it's it's so weird now because, like, we're just starting out and we're just, like, um, we're just starting to build momentum and, like, build, like, so I'm not having to figure out, like, okay, how do I want the colors? Like, how do I, how do I want the room to look, right? So I've just right. figured that out. Man, I feel like when you post it, your shit on Instagram, you tag us in it. Like, that's there you go. People, they, that. yeah, honestly, yeah, you could tag me on your I Instagram post to or whatever. Spell out everything. All right, well, fuck. just go to All Instagram right. then. Follow All me. Right, I'll, I'll just throw my IG out there. I am, um, shit, what is my IG? Because I just read, god damn, son. Uh, <laughs> is that why you didn't want us to know? Because you can't facts. Remember? I couldn't remember it. Oh, uh, no, I am the American Sweet Mickey. I am American <laughs> underscore Sweet Mickey. What and the fuck? Hey, if you don't know who Sweet Mickey is, go listen to him. He's he's hilarious. Oh, fuck, man. I don't care. What you got I for us? What you got for us, Mark? Care. What do you got? Um, as in like my contact, or, or do you even care? I just less tagging on Instagram. Just yeah, follow. just tag me on. Instagram. I mean, Dude, you're not doing on. Instagram. I'm gonna tag these motherfuckers on Instagram. Just follow me. But you know it but is, I do highly recommend that people should check out episode one of your podcast. Mm, like who's on episode one? one? That's that's Mark Fickrew. That's oh. me. That's me. <laughs> Who's that guy? That's and, then, and then this is episode. What episode this is gonna be? This is like I don't Seven. know. It's, it's, okay, so here's the thing. I've got your name, but it's part two. Oh, you put part two? Yeah. Put this right here. But you put featuring Steven? Uh, Honestly, you I don't know because I don't know if Steven's gonna be on. I can show you. You the... should just put the episode Steven and then featuring me. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell you why I won't because I've already made. You already made flyers. <laughs> no, nah, not f- dude. What is this? Fucking 1912 making uh, you out there putting on people's car it's <laughs> Listen to my podcast. Listen to my podcast. Um, where's yours? Because I've already I made the I'm starting to make these like uh. Hey Brandon, what is your IG? At Joel the Wise. There you go. Hey, that's a dope photo. Hey, that's a dope photo. Oh dang, man. Yeah. 
I feel like I why, just fucked why, it all up. Why don't you put that in the first one? I feel like I, I fucked I, it all that's up. The thing. I'm still it's too I'm, late. I'm still evolving, bro. So I'm figuring out like how. To I feel get like the that should out. be the first one, and the second one you should use the one of me and him together, bro. We have an old photo of me and you together, Steven. Remember back in college? Because like I'm yeah. making everyone these cool little things now, so that's like Mahalia's. Nah, you gotta use mics. this photo. Hold on. I remember this photo. This was the photo where like. We were. Oh, when we were um, coming from that um uh the Soka Love Festival. Nah, okay. it was. So I'm gonna turn the podcast off now. <laughs> it, was, it was this one. Y'all niggas is wild. Uh, and I was <laughs> like, that was like and, sophomore year. And I was, I swear, this nigga Asian. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it get it. Can, I guess it can get kind of bananas in here when we have three people who are just all ridiculous, but. I had fun. I hope you had fun. Um, yeah, man. I hope everyone's doing fine out there. I hope everyone's staying safe during quarantine. Or if you're not giving a fuck, you know, at least put a mask on. But other than that, man, that's all I got for you, man. Go out there, spread love and positivity, and call your mom and tell her you love her. Peace. from our sponsors let me ask you something are you someone who's looking into making a podcast but you have no idea where to start start with anchor let me explain anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast first off it's free they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer anchor will even distribute your podcast so it can be heard on spotify apple and many many other platforms you can also make money with your podcast without having any minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.